Hello, friends. You should be able to hear me now. <laughs> I'm stressed. Hello, everybody. I hope that you can hear me. Um, yes. Okay. It says it's working now. Okay. Sorry, y'all. So on the computer, you know how it has like a mute mic button? It was on. And it tried to play me. But we're here. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. I hope that you're doing well. It wouldn't be, you know. It's a beautiful New Year. New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Yay. Okay, awesome. Yay. Hi, Mimi Slow Travels. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi, Aileen Brown. Hi, Marissa. Hi, Jackie Morris. Hello. Hi, Leah Wilson. Hi, Abby B. Thank you. Thank you. And Happy New Year, everybody. Story and Soul Gardening. I love that name. Hello. Hello. I'm sorry, y'all. I was trying really hard to get it <laughs> to get it working. It was taking a minute, but we're here. Yay. We have crossed over into 2024. Welcome. Congratulations. You made it. So I'm literally like right out the shower, but I realized I didn't have a chance to. Um... <laughs> Hi, mommy. Hi, Jemima. <laughs> and thank you. Thank you. Hi, Christine S. Hello. Hello. Yes. I am actually very excited about this year. I and I'll get into that more of that tomorrow, but I'm very excited. Um, and I'm glad that you're excited. I'm glad that you're excited. Hi. Hi, Diamond Frost. Hello. Hello. Oh, Sorry, that's probably in the past. Okay, hopefully you can still hear me. Hopefully everything's still working. Um, hi, Charlene Edwards. Um, happy New Year, Alicia. Um, Miles and Mama, blessings. Thank you for this today. It's such a treat. Yay, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad to see all you all's beautiful faces. Welcome, welcome to 2024. And I want to start there because um, I know like New Year is like, I, I'm going to say the New Year's. Okay, I like the S at the end. But I know that New Year... Um, you know, New Year's time is about like setting intentions and um, setting goals and things like that. And I just want to let you know that if you just made it, <laughs> if you just made it to 2024, congratulations to you. Okay, that's huge. That's really, really big. I'm trying to find the button for this. But anyway, this is my winter. Um, <laughs> this is my winter headdress because it's winter now. Uh, so yes, yeah, so welcome. Thank you all for being here. It's supposed to light up, but I can't find the button. It is what it is. We'll do that later. But happy winter, everybody, and happy new year. Yay. Okay. So what I want to start with uh, for this year is thank you, is gratitude, right? Um, gratitude. So the first thing I need to thank, the first person I need to thank, the first being is God. Okay. <laughs> thank you, God. I was having this conversation with Marcus how many days, like two days ago? And um, exactly, you made it. You made it, that's cause to celebrate. <laughs> it's give, is it giving, um, <laughs> what is it? Is it giving Frozen? Frozen also, I have never seen that movie. I have never seen Frozen and maybe I will, but we'll see. It's not, I'm not pressed, but I, I hope that you all enjoy the, um, <laughs> the headdress, I like it. Okay, so I was having this conversation with Marcus on Friday, on Friday, ooh, what is time? I was having this conversation with Marcus on Friday or Saturday. And we were talking about like just being grateful. And Marcus was just like so grateful just for being kept for the year 2023. And it's really like, that's it, right? It's the day-to-day, -day, it's the sustaining, it's the breath by breath, it's the heartbeat by heartbeat. Those are the, that we see little, they're not little, by the way, but those are the small or huge things that really help us to create a year. Like when we think about a year, what is a year made up of, right? A year is made up of months, is made up of weeks, of days, um, of seconds, of milliseconds, right? Of moments. And so we can look at the year as a whole thing, right? And which is, which is fine. But I really think it's important that we go back to the very small foundation of the year. So when the clock struck 12 on January 1st, 2023, 
right? From that moment on, we were building this year. This year. So where I want to start thanking, I want to thank God. I thank y'all for keeping me. Um, I thank God for keeping me 365 days this year. 365 days, all, all the weeks, all the moments, all the minutes. Even when I felt like my life was falling apart, God still kept me. Um, the safety, the healing, the breathing, the blood flowing, the things operating correctly, the providence, right? The, the provision, the food, the choices, the options. God led and guided me here. God orchestrated this year in ways that I could not have planned or imagined. Whatever my dream was for myself, there were frustrations that I had, um, things that didn't go my way, things I didn't get, right? But it still, it still far like exceeded my expectations. There were beautiful moments in this year that I could not have orchestrated, like I said, that I could not have had my hand in. God did that thing. Um, yes, so God guided me here, orchestrated the year in ways I could not have planned. And all this year's glory belongs to God, all of it. I said, um, the nature I was able to enjoy, like just think about the, the, the things, right? The experiences, the trees, the wind, the sun, <laughs> um, my friends, the food, all these things were created by God, all of them. And so I literally owe God everything for this year um, or for the past year. So the nature I was able to enjoy, the food I was able to eat, the souls, the folks I was able to meet and spend time with, collaborate with, all of life held in balance by creator by creator. And even in all the things I, that didn't happen that I wanted to, I'm still grateful. Because the things, what I'm realizing, obviously, the older I get, um, and the further away I get from disappointment or from something that disappointed me, the more I really see that like, even the things that I missed out on were a blessing that I missed out on it, right? Like even the things that I was like, no, this needs to happen. Some stuff didn't happen for my own good. And I'm grateful for that. So for you, right? Doesn't matter what your belief system is. I want to ask you, what are you grateful for? Let me put this in a banner <laughs> for 2023. What are you grateful for in 2023? I don't know. Is that the right way to say that sentence? Here we go. <laughs> Add the banner and boom. Okay. So what are you grateful for from 2023? That's the question I want to ask you all. Okay. So yes. <laughs> so that's the first thing, right? The first thing. Ooh, Nia X. Hi, hi, Nia X. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Growth. I love that. I love that. I love that. And hi, Jiggy Lifestyle. Hello, hello. This. Um, raise your hands. Thank God for clean hot water. That part. Yes. I literally just got out the shower. <laughs> My hair is still dripping. <laughs> but I'm grateful for some hot water. Like just the basic things, right? Like across the world, like there's so much suffering. There's so much famine, violence, right? Like there's so much suffering going on in the world. And like because of our where we are geographically, right? Um, because of God's protection, because of all these different things, like we have access to things that people don't have access to, food, running water, choices, options, right? The ability to leave a place that we don't wanna be in. Like these are things that we take for granted and we shouldn't, and we shouldn't. It's all the things, it's all the things. Um, let's see. Oh, hi, Aileen Brown. We finally got snow on the 30th and it actually looks like winter. I love that, I love that. I love the snow, I do love the snow. Oh, yes. Let's see. Oops, oops. Um, hi, Toy Toyosi Amoke. Hello, hello. I hope I'm saying that right. And if I'm not, please correct me. Um, I'm grateful for growth from difficult situations and moments. I love that. I love that, right? Even, and I, I know, toxic positivity is a thing and I'm not trying to go there because some stuff just sucks. <laughs> but even from those sucky situations, sometimes there is a benefit, right? There is a benefit. So thank you for sharing that. 
Ooh, Tunisia. Hello, hello. I'm grateful for my perseverance. Yes, yes. Grateful for the ability to persevere. I love that. I love that. Hi, mom. Health. Health is good, right? Listen, last year we caught COVID for the first time. Let me tell you something. That I was scared. Um, I, and I'll talk more about that later because I actually wrote a song about it. But I was scared. Um, the coughing, the just feeling, the feeling ill, um, the mental health issues that I had because of COVID. I am so grateful that I'm healthy. <laughs> I am so grateful that I'm healthy right now. So health, good health, a body that heals itself, right? A body with white blood cells that has the ability to heal itself. That's huge. Grateful. Thank you, mommy. Thank you. Um, Mimi Slow Travel says, I'm grateful for the ability to change when things don't feel right. That, right? That, I think about so many people who, again, are in awful situations, um, you know, for no, whatever, in, off, for, in awful situations and how they don't have the ability to change. They don't have the ability just to leave, right? We can see what's happening across the sea, right? And people just don't have the ability to leave or they're, or they're in danger of losing their lives while they're fleeing, Free Palestine, by the way. But they're in danger of losing their lives from simply existing, right? But yes, yes. Yes, Marissa. Hi, Marissa. Happy New Year. I'm grateful for the momentum to keep going even when I wanted to throw in the towel. Yes, yes, that's huge. That's huge. Oh, I'm grateful for you. That's awesome. I'm grateful for you. <laughs> I'm grateful for you, Marissa. Thank you. Um, Jiggy Lifestyle says, health, air in my lungs. That part. Take it, everybody... Take a deep breath. Breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. Take a deep breath in. Ooh, and then hold it for a second. And then breathe out. Doesn't that feel good? Doesn't that feel good? Um, you know, rest in peace, Aunt Eunice. She, towards the end of her life, she suffered with breathing issues, right? And she struggled making it from the door to the bathroom. Like she was winded, trying to catch her breath. Um, and I think it's like things that we take for granted, lungs that are that are operating properly, lungs that can take in oxygen, a deep breath that feels good and doesn't hurt. Right. Like these are the things. These are the things. Hi, Janine's world. Hello. Hello. I'm grateful for my parents. Oh, many of my friends lost their parents. Yes. It's, isn't it interesting how loss and illness will make you help, help you to be grateful or give you an opportunity to be grateful for what you do have. Right. Having friends experiencing loss or you experiencing a loss. Um, we talk about health. Right. We, we appreciate being healthy because we know what it feels like to be sick. You know what I mean? Like the, even like a basic illness, right? Like let's, a cold, right? That annoying nostril that won't get clear. You can't breathe. And so this one is also, um, what is it like? This nostril is burning because it's dry and it's the only nostril working. Like little things like that, right? We take for granted the things that we have access to all the time sometimes, right? But we have to be intentional about being very specific about what we're grateful for. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. COVID is no joke. Yes, COVID is no joke. I had COVID in 2022 around this time. Yeah, yeah, yes. Level of single mom. Happy New Year. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Yes, yes. Oh, I love that, Lori Roberts. That's beautiful. Oh, I'm grateful for a praying mother. I love that. I love that. I love that. Marissa says, woo, catching that was so traumatic. Yes, same, <laughs> same. Same. LaBelle. Yes, that is a blessing. Um, my latest mammogram came back clear of cancer. I love that for you, LaBelle. I love that for you. Congratulations. Congratulations. And happy new year. Happy new year. I'm grateful for my support groups that got me through my narc abuse recovery. Only God knows. Bless these people. Yes. Yes. 
Yes, bless them. Hi, Wing It Will 500. It's good to see you. Yes, friends and family straight up, period. That's it. Friends and family, I'm grateful for them too. <laughs> I'm grateful for them too. My life could be falling apart, okay? And I'm grateful that I have friends who will hold my hand through the falling apart. You know what I mean? Grateful for that. Grateful I don't have to show up a certain way. I don't have to be what, you know, what is it? Palatable. <laughs> like I can be a whole mess and be like, I'm a mess. And then they'll be like, make room for me on the couch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love that. I love that. Yes. Congratulations, LaBelle. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yes. 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 Charlene Edwards. Hello. Hello. I'm grateful for lessons, lessons learned from the challenging situations. I always see the unicorn. Oh, I love that, Charlene. I love that. I love that. Chica. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, Elisa T Tavares. Hello, hello. And thank you for being a member. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hey, St. Cloverton Dames Jones. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So yeah, so this is an invitation. Hi, Hannah. Hannah Cohen. Happy New Year. Grateful for all the lessons from 2023. Same, same, same. And uh, this is the, this is an opportunity, an invitation to reflect and to be grateful for 2023. The things that you have, the things that you don't anymore, the things that maybe you lost, <laughs> maybe, you know, and I'm not laughing, but like, Maybe some friends, maybe some old ways, some old habits, some old beliefs. Maybe you left those in 2023. Congratulations. You came out in 2024 lighter um, and grateful for, again, things that I've talked about, like God keeping me, God keeping me. Like, even when I think about that, and I'll get to that in a second, but like, as Marcus and I were talking, he was talking about all the traveling that he's been doing and all the things that he's been doing and God has kept him through all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like the things that we, the things that we can't even see the germs, right? Like the germs that are naked, like that we can't see with our naked eye, that are too small to see with our naked eye, right? Our, our, our systems, our, the, our body is functioning in the way that it should be, like the way that God designed it to function, right? Oh, the white blood cells are like, ooh, girl, get that out of here. I don't know what that is, <laughs> but you got to die, right? Or, you know, the, the cells that keep regenerating, all those from a, from a cellular, cellular level, Things are working the way that they should be, and we should be grateful to ourselves. Thank you, cells. Thank you for loving and keeping me. So yes, <laughs> even all the things that didn't happen that I wanted to, I'm still grateful for, right? So I'm also grateful for travel. <laughs> I, I thought about preparing like a PowerPoint, like my year in review, but I didn't feel like doing all that. I still want to hear what you all are grateful for in 2023. What are some things that you were able to accomplish or try for the first time? Please share it, please. So for me, traveling. <laughs> I visited Mexico twice this year, okay? Twice. Who am I? <laughs> I visited Mexico twice this year. I met beautiful people. I met the lovely Marissa. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for these trips. Um, one was almost for a month, right? And the other, we did our best. It was a whole thing. I'll tell you that story later. But basically, we, we went to Mexico the second time. And uh, things didn't pan out the way that they should have. We went to an Airbnb um, that had pests. And we got a refund. <laughs> we got a refund. And so we were supposed to stay there for like a whole month, um, but we got a refund. We used that money to stay in a hotel for a week. You know, we just made the best of best of what we could with it. And, and it wasn't exactly what we wanted or what we planned on it, but I needed that hotel stay. I needed a week just to like, it wasn't even a week, maybe it was like five days, but I needed some time to just sit and be still and to experience luxury for a few days. And so the hotel that we were staying at was like near the beach um, and this stand that had uh, smoothies and juices. And so every day we would get up and go get a juice and like we would go to the beach and go stand in the water. And I just had such a beautiful time. It was just such a relaxing time. And then we came back home, right? But, um, but the first time was even more amazing than that. I was able to rest. <laughs> Me and my husband went to Mexico for three weeks, 
I think three weeks. And for the first week, we didn't do anything but eat. There's something called Rappi that you can like order food and like have it delivered to your house. And so, um, or wherever you are. And so we ordered Rappi, stayed in the house, watched TV, rested. And I needed that more than anything else. Again, got to meet some beautiful people, um, some beautiful black women. Yes, Marissa, Marissa. Hey, thankful to have met y'all too. Yes, yes, yes. Happy New Year also to Kyle and Kofi. Hello, hello. Happy New Year. But yes, like, I'm grateful. Like, I couldn't even imagine that the year before last. But it's because of people in the Exodus Summit. It's because of people like Marissa. It's because of people that I follow. Miss Sandra from, from Lacta Legacy. Um, just all these people showing me what's possible. And I'm getting ahead of myself. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the traveling. Um, I was able to visit my family in Savannah that I haven't seen in a long time. <laughs> visit my family and, you know, sadly was around a funeral. But I was still able to go visit them. Um, and that made me happy. Like a whole sect of my family lives in Savannah. I was able to visit my f family in Philly multiple times. <laughs> Shout out to y'all if y'all are watching. <laughs> I was in Philly a lot this year, okay? A lot this year. And a lot of it was around tragedy or illness. Um, my Aunt Eunice passed away this year. That's something I'm leaving behind that I'm sad about. Um, but Aunt Eunice, I love her. Um, we, we went for her birthday. And during her birthday weekend, she got sick. Um, and then the following week, she passed away. Then we went to the funeral um, but I was also able to go to Philly to support like my uncle and like, you know, my cousin and things like that. So even though like going to Philly has like it's it's normal for us, um, it was just really complicated this year. It was a lot like there was a lot. Uh, if I cry, it's OK. There was a lot in limbo. Like there was a lot that I didn't know, a lot of like waiting, a lot of seeing. Um, and until Aunt Eunice passed on and that was kind of like the final, like the finality of it all. Like, whoo, you know, what I'm saying like. It's sad, but I love Aunt Eunice, and that's that's something that I'm sad to have to leave behind our interaction in this world together like this. But I know that she's still here. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah. So visited family in Philly a lot. Went to Virginia Beach to chill with my family, um, my immediate family. Um, went to Miami <laughs> to meet some new YouTube friends, which was which was dope. Shout out to Level Up Single Mom. I got to meet her. <laughs> Um, I got to meet a lot of people and I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Um, yes. Um, heavily leaned into sisterhood this year. I heavily leaned into sisterhood this year. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I met up, like I said, with people in real life who I've admired from afar. <laughs> so meeting people from the internet, which is always so stressful, right? Because it's like, I hope that I translate well. This is my own insecurity speaking. <laughs> um, I hope that I translate well in real life like in real life, like I do on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is like a 2D version of me, but like the the real me, I mean, this is the real me, right? But y'all know, like I'm quirky, I'm awkward, it is what it is. Like, I'm just kind of me. And so I hope, I'm like, oh my God, I hope that they like me in real life, <laughs> you know? And and being brave and being allowing myself to be seen has afforded me the opportunity to build connections with people that are long lasting, that are that are, it's, it's amazing. Like you can meet people this year and like they change your life. Right. You can all oh, level up single mom. I'm gonna cry now. Meeting you was a highlight of my year too. That makes me happy. Oh, thank you, Marissa. Thank you. You know, it's, it's interesting because like you spend a lot of your life thinking like you're not enough or like, sorry, that you're not enough or like, that people won't get it or whatever. In this community, like you all have shown me that people do get it, <laughs> that you're not too much. Um, you're also enough, right? 
it's amazing that the feeling of not being enough and being too much at the same time. And that's how I felt most of my life. And being able to hang out with y'all has been the highlight of my year. So shout out to y'all. And meeting you as well, <laughs> meeting both of you as well has been amazing. I'm just grateful. I'm grateful. Oh, thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. Hey, LEC. Hello, hello. Hi, Shellwell. I'm grateful for gaining courage to nourish. Ooh, excuse me. I'm trying to see. It's just the tears. To nourish me and to see myself in life more amazingly. I love that. I love that, Shellwell. And hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. And hi, the educator. Hi, hi. And hi, Shells M. Hi, hi. Oh, thank you for the hugs. Thank you. Um, Mimi Slow Travel says, blessings to you and your family. Loss is never easy. Um, I'm going to look for this wonderful quote about grief that I saw this morning and share. Yes, please share. I would love that. Thank you so much. And thank you. Thank you. Um, the educator says, ooh, wish I could have met you when you were in Savannah. Oh, no. Sorry for the loss of your loved ones. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And hi, Maya. It's good to see you. Maya Spikes Right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yes. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. Grief is just love with no place to go. I love that. I love that. Um, grief is really just love. It's all the love you want to give but cannot. All that unspent love gathers up in the corners of your eyes and lump of your throat and in that hollow part of your chest. Grief is just love with no place to go. Jamie Anderson. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. It's touching. It's moving. Woo. Yes. Happy New Year, Mara. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> it's good to see you. And hi, Auntie Lou. You are fabulous. And I'm so happy I found you. I'm so glad that you're here. And I love sharing space with you. I love sharing space with you. <laughs> Hanging out in the chat section. I love it. So yes. So thank you. Thank you. In this, right? Happy New Year. Sorry to everyone who lost someone. Yes. And I'm sending love to everyone who lost someone this year. Everyone. Ooh. Um, hi, my spikes. Sorry, I'm, it's the ooh, it's the emotions. <laughs> it's just the processing and feeling. Um, sending hugs, Leisha. Connecting with you and your platform has been a highlight of my 23. Maya, thank y'all. Y'all gonna have me on here crying. <laughs> thank you so much. And I, I mean, it's fine to cry also, but thank you. That's beautiful. Ooh, thank you. I really appreciate y'all. I really do. And this is, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Okay, so... Yes, yeah, so I said I met it with people in real life who I've admired from afar in Mexico. Um, um, and shout out to Miss Sandra from, from Lack to Legacy. She's probably sleeping right now. But, um, but it was because of her when I went to Mexico, right? And this is the important part of sisterhood, of community, all of that. When I was going to Mexico, um, I reached out to her and by way of Marissa. I mean, I appreciate you, Marissa. And I was like, hey, <clears throat> I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to Mexico. And I was afraid. I was just going to go to Mexico and not say anything. I was just not going to say, I was like, I'm just going to go and see what happens. And, you know, the people who knew, knew, right? But I was like, no, like, because I was going out there to, um, what's the word? Scout, to scout, to move. And so I was like, no, if I'm, if I'm thinking about living here and, you know, building community, how about you do that? How about you be brave and just meet some people? <laughs> so I reached out to her. She is, she is, she's amazing. Miss Sandra is amazing. But I reached out to her and I told her that I was going to Mexico. She gave me the contact for a group um, of black women who are in Playa. That's where I was, Playa del Carmen, Mexico. And I was able to meet up with them. We were able to go to brunch. It was fun. We sat and we talked and we laughed and we, and we uh, talked about the things that we're passionate about, the fiery things. It was just beautiful. It was just such a beautiful experience. And I'm so grateful for sisterhood. I'm so grateful for community. So grateful. Everything, okay? Everything, everything. Hi, Umi. Hello. Or Um, I. Hello. Happy New Year. Sending love and light. Your platform has helped me accept that rest is okay. Yes. And I'm getting closer to just being without guilt that I'm not doing. I love that. And I'm working on that too. I'm working on that too. It's hard. <laughs> it's 
it's hard. I'm working on being still and not doing anything. Put your hands down. Sit. Be in a moment. It's difficult. It's a, we're going to get there. We will get there. We will get there <laughs> together. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I love that you're making progress on that front. It's not easy to change yep, or unlearn things that you've been taught your whole life. This is the part, right? We want to make these big changes, which we can do. We can do the big changes, but they start with small ones first, which is good. It's, it's having grace with yourself. So like if you go 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years with one program, it's going to take you time to unlearn those programs, to practice new ones. You know what I'm saying? To get in the habit of doing something different. So have grace for yourself. Have grace for yourself. You're doing amazing. You're doing amazing. The fact that you even know that you can do something different is huge because some people don't know that. Some people don't. Hi, Dexter. Hello. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm everything detail Hello. Happy New Year. I love those kinds of experiences. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Yes, I really did. It was amazing. And of course, like my social anxiety, of course, crept up. But after a while, like I loosened up um, and, you know, it, we had drinks, but it wasn't even about the alcohol. <laughs> it was like, no, these women are legit. Like, you know, what I'm saying like, I'm fine. I'm safe. Like I felt safe with them. So I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for them forever imprinted on my life grateful for them um so yeah so shout out to community for sisterhood for not knowing what you're doing and people coming through and giving you options and connecting you and being the connector and sharing generously and not hoarding information right like shout out to those people um yes yes so shout out to like i said miss miss sandra miss um Miss Marcia or Miss Marcia, Miss Rochelle, uh, of course, Marissa Price. Thank you all for hanging out with me um, in Mexico. Yes, yes. And your families. I love that. Thank you for including me and, and my husband in your, um, in your hanging out. That really, that really means a lot to me. So like I said, I connected with other women. I helped other black women, right? Um, I was able to, from my own pieces of just trying to put, <laughs> trying to help myself, I was able to facilitate communities like the garden, for example. The garden is a brainchild of mine that I wanted to create to help black women get back in touch with their creativity and their dreams. Um, and I journeyed two seasons with women, two seasons from January. It's okay. What, what is time? Anyway, two seasons, <laughs> two seasons of the garden. And each time I was left excited and full. I didn't feel depleted. I didn't feel uh, overwhelmed. I think I felt pressure because I wanted to serve people well, but opening yourself up, giving your dreams a try really showed me like, okay, there is space to do the thing and facilitating space for community where I'm seeing black women help each other. <laughs> black women help me, right? I'm, I'm creating a space for other people and they helping me. They get my life together. You know what I mean? Um, I really enjoyed seeing black women creatives recognize their playfulness, pride, creativity, and connect and collaborate with one another, support each other and believe in themselves believe in themselves. Like it was so beautiful to go from session one where people, some people were afraid to speak and that's also okay. Cause I'd be scared too. Right. To the last, to the last meeting where people were sharing what they were creating and, and, and offering to collaborate and giving people uh, choices and saying, no, you need to charge more for that. Or I'm going to come and support this. This is an amazing idea, right? Having black women affirmed in a world where we are often quieted and told to sit down and shut up and take what life gives you. And you're not worthy of it. And because of X, Y, and Z, you're disqualified. No, the space was so beautiful. <laughs> And I'm so grateful. Yes, yes, y'all are here. Yes. Shout out to Let's Talk About It with Mara. Shout out to Marissa Price and Maya Spikes Wright. Shout out. Yes, the garden. Yes, yes. Grateful. It was just such a healing space. A healing space, right? Um, 
Let's see. I can't wait to be outside meeting up with some of my exes summit sisters. Yes, yes. They're amazing. What I found is that like a lot of people are the same. <laughs> like sometimes you wonder like, oh, how are they going to be in real life or whatever? A lot of them are just the same. <laughs> just the same people. Um, so yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes. Hi, Lotus Flower. Welcome to 2024. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. Yes. Oh, I miss y'all too. I miss y'all too. And I'm trying to think of, an, we'll talk about that later, but, um, and I'll share it later. The next step for the garden, because I, I still want to have the garden like experiences and I still want people to be affirmed and supported and to get the help that they need. So I'm excited. I, I really am excited. I really am. Yes. Affirm each other, period. Affirm each other. And I love seeing, like, there was no competition. There was no, and it's a thing, like, I know, I know that women get a bad rep, right? Like for, for saying like, oh, women are catty and com combative and they're co competitive or whatever. Mm, okay, sure, some, right? For the most part, that has not been my experience. I'm so sorry. For the most part, that has not been my experience. That has not. I have had my share of mean girlfriends. I've and we're, we'll talk about that later. I've had my share of, you know, heartbreaks from women that I love, right? But for the most part, my experience has not been that women are catty or combative or competitive. That is crabs in a barrel, right? I think when you're around people who are unlearning that, when you're around people who are um, like deprogramming, so to speak, or who are coming out of like patriarchy, right? These ideas of success, right? Oh, I can't share ideas. I have to compete with you. Like when you're around people like that, you blossom and bloom. Like they nourish you. Even if y'all doing the same thing, <laughs> Even if y'all doing the same thing, there is no competition when you're around those kind of people. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Hi, Yvette Boone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes, yes. Have a magnificent year, everyone. Magnificent. I love that. I love that. Um, Divine, Divine Lady Crone. Hello. Um, you're one of the few people that has helped me realize my goals are worth pursuing. Yes, yes. I'm going after my dreams and got my first huge opportunity starting tomorrow. Congratulations. And your goals are definitely worth pursuing. If you got the dream, you can do it. That's what I believe. Even when it don't feel like it. Because it don't be feeling like that to me. If you have the dream, you, you can do it. It might look a little different. You might have to use what you have, right? But you can do it. It was given to you for a reason. The dream was given to you because it trusts you, right? Listen, ain't no competition here. For what? For why? <laughs> We're all for the betterment of all people. Why will we compete? The more, the merrier. The more, the better. You know what I'm saying? So yes, yes. <laughs> Yay. Happy New Year, Stephanie. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome. The educator says, I'm grateful for finding Rissa Price and finding you and others through her. Yes. 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 I'd be just like literally <laughs> on YouTube. What? Whom? Let me watch. And I literally like, so my live streams, I try to schedule around what other people are doing because I don't want there to be like, and not that you have to do this, right? But I don't want there to be competing time slots for people like there's enough I can I can shift later I can do it earlier right like but I want to be in the room I want to be in the chat with the people um so so yeah no competition no competition there's room for all of us there's room for all of us and opening myself up to sisterhood has reaffirmed that belief there's room for everybody you don't have to compete you can actually ask for help <laughs> and the more that you collaborate and work with each other the more you get done Right. That African proverb that we're always saying, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Right. Like it's the same idea when you're linked up with other people who are on the same wavelength as you. Stuff happens. Things move. Things come into place when you open yourself up to community, to safe community. Right. 
not to people who, you know, are trying to compete with you, you know? Yes. Hi, Queen Z. Yes. There are many, there are many lovely, positive, encouraging women. So many, so many. That's why when people would say stuff like, oh, I don't do women because women are catty. I'd be like, aren't you a woman? <laughs> like you saying that, like, aren't you a woman? Are you catty? Why would you say that? Right. Like, and I understand that that's pe- some people's experiences. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, nullify their experiences, but try to open yourself up to the possibility that maybe there are other people. Maybe it's just those people. Maybe there are other people who are actually open and kind and generous, you know? And one thing that I've also realized about myself, and again, getting way ahead of myself, is that I'm like hopeful, like I'm I'm uh, relentlessly hopeful. Relentlessly hopeful, okay? I I struggle with depression, anxiety, all the things. I struggle with them. I struggle with hopelessness sometimes. But what when I, when I... <laughs> What I realize about myself is that I am relentlessly hopeful. I hope for the best. If this is not working, I'm going to cry. I'm going to mourn. I'm going to get up and try something different tomorrow, right? And and I'm I hardly I'm stubborn. <laughs> I'm stubborn. I'm gonna get it done. I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure it out some sort of way. And I think that's maybe what has happened. Maybe I've just like opened myself up. I kept opening myself. Like, okay, I'm sad that this relationship didn't work out with these women. Let's try something new. Let's try something different. You know? And I'm just grateful. Just grateful. Okay. So yeah, so please continue to share what you're grateful for from 2023. Should I say from, what are you grateful for? It's okay. Y'all know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> so um, so from the garden, I said, I was re-inspired, lifted, and encouraged. God is great. <laughs> now they're, I said, now they're all seeing each other. Oh, so excuse me. Now I'm excited to see them doing their things, doing their daggone things, I said, and cheering each other on <laughs> as they do it. I said, I am blessed to have been able to facilitate, hold space, encourage, help and uplift each other. Let's do this together. Let's do this together. Um, so yes, another thing I'm grateful for, work through my fears with bra- with bravery. I am brave. I can be afraid and brave at the same time, right? Um, this year, a personal thing that I'm proud of myself for, the first time we went to Mexico, Playa del Carmen, we went on a catamaran, first of all. Shout out to Marcus. Me and him been joking about a catamaran for forever. Finally got to be on one. <laughs> and it was hot as I don't know what, okay? The sun was just everywhere. You're in the ocean. It's reflecting. It's just whatever. It is what it is. But on the catamaran, I jumped into open water. Now, this is huge. I have a fear of being in open water. I can swim really well, but the ocean terrifies me. The ocean, <laughs> being out in the ocean. I love the beach, but being out in the ocean terrifies me. So while we're on the catamaran, Cameron, um, there was a, a a section where people could go like in, in scuba, like I guess scuba dive to go see some coral reef. And the guy, so I was going to do it. And then the guy made a joke and was like, yeah, you know, if there's a shark that comes up, just create a circle around this person. And that joke was enough to be like, oh, I'm not doing this. There's a possibility there's a, there's a, uh, <laughs> there's a shark in this water. I'm not getting in. It's done. <laughs> Hang it up. Right. So then we went to this kind of like this cove place or like this close, this place close to what is across from Playa del Carmen? That Cozumel? I think it was Cozumel or no? Was it? No, 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 no. Excuse me. We were in Cancun. We drove to Cancun and we went to Mujeres. Isla de Mujeres. Yes. And so while we were there, the boat was out in front of the rocks. And I have a video of it. I should have just pulled it up, right? But I have a video of me jumping into the ocean. Jumping. Hello. Because I said, like, oh. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny, right? The shark joke is not funny. Now I'm terrified. But I, but at the end, we were closer to rocks. And so I jumped into open water. Um, that trip was amazing. I also met some um, uh, abuelas, abuelitas on the boat um, who were very kind to me, gave me candies. 
who were talking to me, giving me hugs. They were just so amazing. Um, and so one of them, I guess one of them got sick because of the motion sickness. But when I tell you I jumped in that water and I was so proud of myself, my whole body submerged under that ocean water. And I was like, you know what? Look at me being brave, right? I wasn't going too far from the boat. And I also wasn't going too far from people because I have a ration. <laughs> the way I rationalize this is if there's a shark in here, I probably won't be the first one to see it, nor will I be the first one to feel it or anything, right? That's, that's my logic. Who knows, right? That might not be true. But I jumped in that ocean. I jumped in that ocean. And I'm proud of myself, okay? Proud of myself. It's a whole section on this, on this outline. <laughs> but I'm so proud of myself. I did things this year that I could not have imagined myself doing. Oh, thanks for asking. How did it feel? Terrifying. I, but once you're on the ledge, right? And you know, like when you have momentum, you realize either you're going to reach back and grab it and like swing around and slam into the boat or you're just going to go. I think I just said, okay, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. And I went and Jamal recorded the whole thing. I went in before Jamal. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I jumped in that water. But when I, when I broke the, you know, when you go in the water, I was like, oh my God, look at me. I, just, I felt so like, that's almost not like that's it. You're fine. You're supported. The water is like, you're like a booby in the water. The water is supporting you. Right? Like, it was amazing. It was amazing. Now, Jamal jumped in after me. And apparently he felt the, like, the ground or the, he's also taller than I am. But he he felt the rocks and stuff underneath of that. I think if I felt that, I would have freaked out. But I think because I didn't feel anything, I was fine. I was fine. And there was also people watching us, right? We, we just weren't out there by ourselves. There were people on the boat, like, making sure because they don't want no uh, liabilities. Hello? Like, so they're making sure that we're not drowning or, you know. Um, so having them watch us helped. But being out in that ocean, knowing that there was nothing ahead of me but water and fish, I felt amazing. I felt like I could do anything. I felt like I could do anything. Another thing that I'm, <laughs> that I'm proud of myself for is that I swam in a pool by myself. So in the, okay, in the, um, okay, they don't want no liabilities, okay. <laughs> but in the pool, I, this this fear that I have of open water, right, it, it, ta- it comes with me to the pool. And I've talked about this in the garden before. I have a fear that something is going to swim up to me. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, right? But I have a fear that something's going to swim up to me in the pool. So I went lap swimming maybe a couple of weeks ago and, um, and, all the, all my elderly friends, like all my elders, like they got out the water. So I'm swimming there usually with people who are, you know, retired. So we're swimming together and then they decided they want to leave. And so I had a choice. I was like, I could stay in this water and keep swimming because I want to, or I can get out because nobody else is in this water and I'm alone and I'm scared. <laughs> right. That's my fear. So I said to myself, you know what, Alicia, we're going to keep swimming. And I kept swimming. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can tell, but I'm very proud. Like I kept swimming in the in, in the pool because I love swimming. I love water. It's meditative. It's gentle. Like I feel like a fish. Um, and I didn't allow that fear to stop me from doing something that I actually enjoy doing. Swimming, you know? So those are things. That's why I said I work through my fear with bravery because it doesn't, you doing something brave does not require you to be fearless. I don't think we ever are fearless. I don't think that. I think that there are things that we learn not to be afraid of, but like, no, like, Fear does not disqualify you. Fear doesn't have to disqualify you. Bravery is doing something in spite of that fear, doing something while you're afraid. And that's what I did. And when I swam from one end to the other, <laughs> I was swimming like my life depended on it. Swimming like something was chasing me. But then I was like, okay, there's a, there's a lifeguard here. He would say something if he saw something, right? And it really showed me again, going back to that support. And I think I just saw, 
Yes, Queen Z. Um, this is deep. We're afraid to jump yet. Um, the water was made to support us. That part, right? Shout out to Stephanie Perry. Um, she said that. And, and, and also Octavia Raheem, who brought that up during the Exodus Summit, like being supported. Like I really realized like the water is supporting me. My lungs are supporting me. My body is supporting me because I have more fat than muscle, I think. I don't know. That could be a lie. Whatever. I have fat. It makes me buoyant. Grateful. <laughs> right? Um, the lifeguard is supporting me. The people who clean the pool are supporting me. Right? I am supported. I'm not in this pool by myself. I'm not in this pool by myself. The people who check the whatever, the, chlor- the chlorination, is that the right word, of the water, like, they're there with me. I'm not in that, po- in, in that pool by myself, you know? Yeah, swimming is amazing. Swimming is amazing. Um, hi. Um, years ago, I was in a pool one time and somebody... <laughs> I am so sorry. That is not what I expected to see. That's crazy, though, and I'm sorry. Somebody pooped and the turd was floating. I've been out of the pool since. It makes sense to me. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. But yes, yes. So, um... And like I said, I went to Mexico for three weeks and met new people. Who am I? Who is this Alicia? <laughs> I created and shared. Um, I, I relaunched two podcasts, The Love Letter Project and Black Girl Creative. I released four EPs back to back, Human, Being, Feel, Release. Um, I released my very first audiobook for Black Girl Creative. Shout out to Jamal and Mommy for being a part of that process. Um, I re-released the second edition of Black Girl Creative, the book. Um, I, mm, 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 mm. I had my music featured in a film this year. I even I've been waiting for the film to see it um, so I can share it with you all. But like somebody reached out to me and was like, hey, you know, we really love your music. Can we use your music for our, our um, independent film? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, you can. So they use my music in the film. I'm still waiting for the details. As soon as I know, you will know as well, because I'm very excited about that. Um, I collaborated with so many creators so many creators this year. Um, even when I was scared, even when I felt like I wasn't qualified. Shout out to Dr. Kimani. <laughs> Shout out to, and, and I say that specifically, right? Because Dr. Kimani is a doctor, okay? Okay, she's amazing. I mean, she does amazing work. And I remember when she asked me to be a part of her, um, a part of one of her, what do you call it? Panels. A part of one of her panels, I really questioned myself. I was like, are you sure you wanna, you sure? Because I feel like I'm not really, qualified because she's talking to like professional people like professionals and like y'all got letters behind y'all names right I'm Alicia (laughs) right like that's me and really going on that platform really showed me like me being me was all that's required I never present myself as an expert I never present myself as like oh I have a degree in this I'm I'm whatever blah 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 right I know that I'm me and it really showed me that my own experience is good enough it's enough my own experience is enough. I'm not out here diagnosing people. I'm not out here, you know what I'm saying, prescribing medication. But me being myself is enough to show up in space, to take up space. I lack nothing. <laughs> I, la- I lack nothing, you know? Sorry, on my nose. But yes. Um, interviews. Again, shout out to Stephanie Perry, Rashida Dow, um, Marissa Price. <laughs> there are so many people. Um, Adelia, Ivana, like there's so many people that I collaborated th- with this year and I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you for including me. Thank you for thinking of me. I really appreciate that. Thank you for seeing me. Like that means a lot. That means more than, you know, being seen, being seen. Um, my Patreon and Kofi. So I have a Patreon. People joined. <laughs> I'm grateful. Um, people donated to my Kofi, which is a, I'll tell you more about that later, but it's a, um, I'm raising money to rest. Essentially, I'm raising money so I can go on sabbatical after I release my project, which is the Love Letter Project. 
Um, after I release the music, the writing, the interviews, after that, I plan on going on sabbatical. And so I'm raising money to help me to go on sabbatical. Um, so I launched that even though I was afraid. I emailed Stephanie, <laughs> I emailed Stephanie, like asking her like how she felt. I was like, what do you think if I, if I do this? Because I was so scared to ask for money. Oh my gosh. I was so scared to ask for money because I never wanted to come across as like a scammer or like, and I also have like money trauma around like, oh, you don't deserve this. There are other people who deserve rest more than you. And like, who are you to, like just these thoughts that came up, right? And even still, I asked, hey, I need help. <laughs> Would you all like to help me? I've been a full-time artist for seven years and I need help. And I did that. And I'm proud of myself. Whatever the outcome is, that's, that's, I mean, it is my concern because I want the outcome to be good. But what I'm proud of myself for is not necessarily like how much people donated, right? Because that's what they want to choose to give. What I'm grateful for is that I asked for help in the first place. Because I'm prideful. (laughs) I don't like looking like I need help. I don't like looking like I don't know what I'm doing. I don't like being bad at things, right? I don't like... I don't like asking people for help. I like to do things myself. I do. (laughs) And to be able to be like, get over yourself and ask for help. I'm proud of me. I'm proud. (laughs) I'm proud of me. Um, I became more of myself and waded through all the heavy and unnecessary muck. (laughs) You know, I I experienced growth on Spotify. People started listening to my music on Spotify. I'm grateful to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Again, I asked for help and people helped me. Um, I learned to be brave, honest, and be myself and love myself for all that I am and all that I am not. I cannot remember who wrote this, but I'm going to search the comments later. Shout out to you, whoever you are, for saying that to me. They said, Alicia, I love you for all the things you are and all the things you are not. And that has sat with me since. I'm grateful for breath, life, strength, rest, play, dreams realized and actualized, dreams that remind me that I am, that I am me and that's enough. You I'm grateful for you, for this community, for you all, you being kind to each other, right? For you being supportive, (laughs) you hopping from platform or, you know, channel to channel, supporting everybody, like y'all supporting each other. That means a lot to me. It means a lot to me. Your kindness, your generosity to others. And I am excited to see what 2024 holds. I do have intentions and we'll talk about that tomorrow, right? And dreams, but I'm open. I'm open to new ideas, more bravery and more dreams and wherever my dreams may take me. Um, shout out. I, I wanted to shout this out. Thank you, Marcus, for taking me to go see Janelle Monet. I saw Janelle, Janelle Monet this year um, and it was amazing. And I had a blast and it was for her Age of Pleasure tour. And when I tell you it was pleasurable, it was just such a pleasurable experience. Marcus sent me a picture yesterday of us going to the concert and we literally took one picture together because we had so much fun. It was just we were just so like just there, just being present. <laughs> um, yes. So it was amazing. Thank you. And so I said, um, Black women this year gave me a chance. 2023. Black women gave me a chance. I never had sisters, right? Um, I always wanted sisters. Always wanted sisters. And I never had them. And now I have them, right? I have friends. I have cousins who are like sisters to me. Um, But I'm grateful for the Black women who gave me a chance, who supported me, encouraged me, collaborated with me, supported my art and my work, who helped me, who held me, inspired me, showed me what is possible, what you all are doing is showing me what is possible, right? Funded me, championed me, educated me. Shout out to y'all. I'm grateful for you. So yes, yay. Okay. So one thing I do, I do want to say, um, I saw earlier today, um, and I'm gonna come back to the chat because I, I really want to see what you all are saying. Today, I saw someone tweet or write, every day is a new year. Every day is a new year. 
And I use that as a journaling prompt this morning. And I said, every day is a new opportunity. Every moment is a new opportunity for more, for different, to change your mind, to raise your bar, your expectation, and your capacity for all things good. New year came fast. Okay, I was not prepared. (laughs) New year came really fast. Christmas came really fast. All the things came really fast, right? And while we celebrate it, you can decide at any time to quit, to try, to expand, to do something different. Every day of your life is a special occasion. It is a big deal. You surviving is a big deal. You are worthy of celebrating even if you feel you haven't accomplished enough. Staying alive and well is difficult. It's a difficult thing to do. And before you go into all the things you did or didn't accomplish, take a moment to reflect, reflect on the year before you set out for new goals and try to become a new person. Bless the you of last year who got you here. Thank the you of last year who got you here. That's no small feat. The you of last year got you through a whole year. Have you taken time to honor yourself? What a miracle. (laughs) What a miracle to make it through a year. With everything going on, I said God kept us, right? Think of all the things that could have happened but did not. As I talked about before, Mark is talking about traveling. You being in the sky, I have a fear of flying. I have a lot of fears apparently, but I have a fear of flying because it just doesn't make sense to me. I know I know aerodynamics, all the things, but this is a big metal thing in the sky that's just in the sky. And I think when I think about it too much, I get really, 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 really afraid. Um, but I think of all the things that could happen on a plane, mechanical failure, something flying to the plane, like whatever, like, and it didn't happen. And it didn't happen. The things that I feared, oh, I'm afraid of jumping in the ocean because I'm afraid something might swim up to me and get me, right? And it didn't happen. I'm grateful for things that didn't happen, right? The germs that we can't see, the things that we didn't get sick or the things that we did get sick with, right? And now our body knows how to identify it later and attack it better the next time. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, okay. (laughs) Um, Think of all the things that that we were stressing over that eventually worked out. All the, all the energy, all the time, all the ruminating, the going back and forth, the I don't know. I think about myself like, should I do this? I don't know. Should I? Mm, I don't know. And they're going to hate me. Then I do it. And I'm like, I feel great. <laughs> this was amazing. All the things, right? Think of all the joyful experiences you've had, all the people you've met, even briefly. The man, I had this encounter with this man in D.C. I was getting an pizza. And I had this encounter with a man in D.C. where... You know, we saw each other, we locked eyes. I was like, good morning, good morning, how are you? And you could tell that he looked confused, like, you're talking to me? And I, and I also don't think, I think this, anyway, um, I was talking, he was almost like, like I'm ta- like, you talking to me? And I'm like, yes, yes, good morning, how are you? And he's like, oh, I'm great, I'm great, thanks for asking, right? And literally me just saying hello to him, that exchange was amazing. It's something I will remember for the rest of my life. Just the kindness, like, he liked being seen. Someone recognized him. You know what I'm saying? Who usually in a place where people are gentrifying and looking over the people who are experiencing poverty and like just walking all over them, right? He was happy to be seen. I'm grateful for those moments. Um, And his name, I never knew his name. (laughs) I never knew his name, but I love him. I don't know where he is, right? All the beautiful, all the beautiful, beautiful, all the beautiful surprises and juicy moments. Don't let the lie of capitalism, exceptionalism, Western ideals of what success looked like to them bring you out of the beauty of your life. Don't let them blind you to the beauty of your life. How epic your year has actually been. 
Like, think about that. How epic has my year actually been? Do you realize all that goes into you being here today? Breath. Having lungs again that can that can process, take oxygen, right? And release, what is it, carbon? Like, having lungs that work. Breath. Blood. Blood clotting is a thing. Having blood issues, right? Like, people have blood issues. Like, all these things work. How epic your year has been. Your intestines. Your intestines work. They, they, they take out the nutrients again. I am not a, um, a doctor. My understanding of the body is very basic. And even still, I'm in awe. <laughs> I'm in awe, right? Your intestines. And as someone who struggles with things like IBS um, and depression, right? Your second gut, like these things. That working together is huge. White blood, blood cells. Your own, <laughs> your own warriors going to war for you on a daily basis. On a daily basis, <laughs> That's why, like, I had to change my thoughts around, like, dark marks on my face, right? I don't know if you can't really see it, but, like, I have, like, a mark here on my forehead. This is a pimple. And eventually, it probably will turn into a um, hyperpigmentation mark on my face or hyperpigmented um, mark on my face. And that used to bother me a lot as a kid. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just want clear skin. I just want to be pretty. And then I realized, sitting with it, like, that is my body taking care of me. It might not be sightly, right? It's not... It's not flawless, right? But even in that, that's that's a reminder that my body was healing me, that my body loves me, right? Your white blood cells, your muscles, your muscles moving, moving. Tissue, ligaments, water, food, shelter, clothing, healing from disease, excuse me, and protection from potential disease. Um, lymphatic systems, right? Your brain functioning, being... Um, being kept safe from danger, being around people who don't, who don't mean you harm, right? Resources, money, people, food, then all the extra stuff, right? Good food, choices, options, money, internet. (laughs) We're all on the internet right now. (laughs) We're privileged. Internet, entertainment, reasoning and critical thinking skills, right? Literacy, being able to read, being able to comprehend, being able to understand, being able to go back and forth and debate about certain things, right? The ability to learn new things, that's a blessing. What has doesn't have to always be. How you always did something doesn't have to be what you always do, right? But also, there are people who cannot, who have brain issues that cannot learn new things. Like, it's a thing. It's a thing. Or it doesn't stick. Right? These things. Then I said, think of all the beings, right, that made this year amazing. So one thing I do want to say, think of all the things that made this year amazing. So I said, the sun, the birds, the trees, the ocean, the farmer, the truck driver, the, gro- the grocer, the store clerk, the doctor, the nurse, the plant, the pen, the notebook, the comic, the healer, the clouds, the rain, the mailman, the, the, or mailwoman, the brave artist, the poet, the breeze, our elders, our peers, people we share space with. Like, I really think about how individualistic we are, um, which makes sense because of where we live, right? But literally... Our well-being is propped up by the labor and the help of other people. You know what I'm saying? Like the labor and the help of other people. I thought about this while we were driving. There's a lot of trust we have in driving. I trust that on a road where there's no median, that the person on, in the un- oncoming lane is not going to hit me. I trust that we're all going to follow the rules. We're all not going to speed. We're going to decide that we're going to take care of ourselves and each other, right? Everything is collaboration. Just like we talked about with um, Trisha Hersey. My whole life is a collaboration. Everything is a collaboration. The food that I eat, I I sit for a second. 
And I'm like, thank you to the ground for yielding this corn, whatever I'm eating, this corn. Thank you for the person that picked this corn from from the crop. And I hope that they're doing well. I hope they're being paid well. Thank you to the truck driver, to the person who's checking to see if it's good, to the to the person stocking the corn on the on the shelf, right? Because we're not growing this stuff ourselves. All these things work well so that we can be well, so that we can have a wonderful year, <laughs> you know? Um, so yes, just something to think about. Um, Mimi Slow Travel says, uh, I love this, Alicia. So many things I've been taken for granted. Um, and it's nice to see a rundown of all that we that we have to be grateful for. Yep. Um, even if we don't always see it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Absolutely. I got it right here. Trista Hersey's Rest Deck. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to you. And today's today, um, today it says, I will swallow myself and rest. I will gather myself and rest. Oh, you can't see it. Oh, no. Let's see. Okay, there we go. I will swallow myself and rest. I will gather myself and rest. And it says, today make time to care for your, for your physical body. Wrap yourself in warmth. Notice where your body is tender or tired. Love yourself. Love your body. It does not belong to capitalism. You don't need to push, challenge, or force. Rest is your natural state. Rest is liberation. Return to you. Let rest hold you in this moment. Trust in what rest is waiting to offer you. Hold rest up like a guiding light. I love that. I love that. Okay. <laughs> yes. And thank you, Jamal. Hey, beautiful people. Please show support by hitting the like button if you're enjoying the stream. Yes, please. If you like it, please like it. It means a lot to me. It helps. It helps. Okay. So how about the way you made others year amazing? We talked about the sun and the birds and like the grass and all the things, all the, all the things that made our year amazing. What about you? How did you make someone else's year amazing? Are there people that you've impacted that you've met that have said, hey, you've impacted me, you've helped me, right? It's very easy to, to get down on ourselves and be like, I'm not doing enough. What I'm doing doesn't matter. Like, it's very easy to get in that mindset because we've been trained to go to that mindset. The first thing is criticism. The first thing is criticism. The first thing <laughs> is criticism, right? But what if we took time, take a step back? What good did I do this year? And maybe it's on YouTube, maybe it's not, right? Maybe it's like, like I said, you smiled at somebody on the street, you know what I'm saying? Like that counts too. These things have ripple effects. My hope is that that man left me smiling because I left smiling. I felt great. I felt amazing after that encounter. But I hope that he left smiling and that he was able to share that joy, the wealth of that joy with other people that he met uh, that day or came in contact with that day. Are there people that you impacted? Maybe people who will never know your name. Maybe you're, Maybe this idea that you don't matter, that you, I don't know, that you don't make an impact. Maybe that's a lie. And I'm here to tell you it is a lie. But just consider for a second that it's a lie, <laughs> that it's a lie. Everything you do impacts the world around you. It has ripple effects. So if that is true, right, of negative things. So say let's, let's say that I release a, a plastic bag. I have a drain out in front of the house. A plastic bag into the drain, right? That drain will take that plastic bag to the Chesapeake Bay and then eventually to the ocean, <laughs> right? And, and sadly, it might end up in some, I don't know, I hope not, but a turtle's whatever, turtle, baby turtles, right? So if that negatively impacts the world, just by that one thing, I released a plastic bag and now a turtle thinks it's a jellyfish, right? What about the good? A lot of times we don't do good because we don't think that it makes enough impact, but sometimes all you need is that small stuff, the small things, the picking up the trash when you see it on the floor, or you know, if you, you don't have to, but like if you're walking around Target and you see that somebody dropped something on the ground, just put picking up and put it back on the shelf, right? Make somebody shift a little easier. You know what I'm saying? Little things like that. Little things like that change a lot of people. People might see you doing that and they might be like, oh, these customers aren't so bad after all. 
right? <laughs> even though they do be a lot. They do be a lot. But you impact people in ways that you can't even quantify, that you can't even see. You being, you existing impacts the world in a beautiful way. In a beautiful way. You are not some, some person that just exists, one, without the community of everybody else, but everything you do has an impact on the world. And you are a good thing. And so therefore, you have a good impact on the world. You are significant. 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 All you do impacts the world around you for good or for bad, right? So try to bring more goodness to people's lives. Bring more goodness to your life. When you bring goodness to your life, it resonates. It ripples. You being, you doing things that make you happy, right? That don't harm other people. Things that make you happy, makes you happy, makes you joyous, makes you kind, makes you softer, right? For people to be around, um, you being fulfilled, you being fulfilled, these things matter. So even though you might not feel, oh, I don't have an organization, I don't have a nonprofit or whatever it is, you taking care of you is the best thing you can do. You being good to you is the goodness that you can do. Try to bring more goodness to people's lives by being good to yourself. You matter. You're important. You're impactful. People eat from your goodness. From your goodness. You heal the world by being yourself and seeing yourself helps you to see other people. Seeing yourself helps you to see other people. When you are just like that feeling, we talked about envy and jealousy and lack before. A lot of the reasons why I was feeling envy was because, um, <laughs> Marissa, I think we need an affirmations deck, no pressure. I would love to make one. I think I will, because why not? Por que no? <laughs> why not? I love that. And no pressure at all, no pressure felt. This actually confirms what I've been feeling. So I appreciate that, I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you, Tea Time Beauty. That's very kind. That's very kind of you. But yes, right? Like, you matter. You matter. You are important. You are impactful. People sup from your goodness. You heal the world by being yourself and seeing yourself helps you see other people. So yes, like I said about the envy, because I could not see myself as good enough, right? Because I couldn't see myself as enough. You know what I mean? Um, it was hard for me to celebrate other people without feeling some sort of like, dang, <laughs> I don't know, like, I know that some people's envy looks like I want them, I want to sabotage them so they're not good. That was not how my envy looked. My envy looked like, oh, they're better than me. If they're doing it, that means I can't do it. Mm, if they're doing the thing, then some, I can't measure up to them. I'm not good enough, right? Like, that's how mine showed up. But when I really sat with loving me, and I'm still learning, by the way, I've not mastered this. I have not mastered any of this. Sat with, like, loving myself, taking time with myself, showing myself that I love myself by taking time with myself, Right. Then I was able to show up uh, kinder to myself, but also less critical of myself when I see other people doing well, right? So you seeing yourself, you taking care of yourself heals the world. And I also love, I also love when, um, when I see people loving themselves and, and showing, them, showing me what's possible, right? And being like, they love themselves, so they're giving me permission to love myself too, you being good to yourself gives other people permission to be good for themselves to themselves as well. Take up space and add the good. Take up space and add the good. I know it can feel, especially in this dark world where the thing that gets the most attention is the negative thing. The thing that makes the most money is like destruction. You know what I'm saying? And it can feel like, dang, where is there space for me? But you seeing all that darkness means that we need your light. You said this before. We need your light. We need your light. Don't let dates on a calendar, capitalism, Americanism, rob you of the opportunity to love, to love on and celebrate yourself. 
You survived. You survived. And that is enough. That is enough. If you got, if you got to 2024, barely making it across the thing, across the line, right? I celebrate you. I came into the new year sleeping. I was asleep. <laughs> I was knocked out. I came into new year sleeping. I didn't really have it in me this year, but it doesn't mean that it's not important, right? Every day is a new year. Like, like this person said earlier um, in the post, every day is a new year. Every day is a new opportunity, right? Like what they say in a the church, they'd be like, uh, your mercies are new every morning, right? I mean, that's Bible, but you know what I'm saying? Like every morning there's a new opportunity. And, and for me, what I really believe is every moment is a new opportunity. You don't have to wait till the new year. You don't have to wait till January 1. You don't have to wait till next month. You don't have to cram all the things into this year. Like your life is a beautiful story unfolding as it's happening. There is no rush. <laughs> these fake these fake timelines don't exist. This is what I believe. <laughs> like I understand time for the sake of time, but there is no time limit. There is no time crunch. There is no race. There is no competition. You take the time you want to take. You do what you want to do. You also don't need a New Year resolution. It's also okay, right? I know. You don't need a New Year's resolution. Period. Okay, next. <laughs> you survived and that is enough. It's okay if you don't have a resolution. Stay present. Stay hopeful. And watch life unfold beautifully. One thing that I think just opened to this year Literally, exactly. Every breath is another chance, period. Every breath, every moment, right? Because we got one thing, again, 2020, is just, which is a sobering year for many reasons. But I think one of the things that it kind of, like I can have all the hopes and I do have hopes and I do have dreams. And I do have things I want to do. Um, but I also know that sometimes when we are so busy, like ha having tunnel vision on this thing, right? On the, This is the goal. Like this is the goal, Right. Everything else that's outside of here, I can't see if I'm only focusing on this. And this is where all the goodness is. This is where I meet the people, right, who I may not have met had I been so focused on this goal. This is where I learn things about myself. This is where I put things down. This is where I'm like, actually, I don't even want this to be the goal no more. I always say I think a dream is like, you know, like a, um, a destination, right? So we think about like, oh, this is the dream. But I really think the pursuit of the dream is the dream's purpose, like, yes, we want to see the dream come to fruition. But I also think that sometimes we want, we're drawn to the dream so that our journey there, we learn things along the way. We get things that we need, <laughs> the things that we feel like we're not qualified for. All that happens in the stumbling and falling and being awkward and meeting people and sweating through your shirt like me, <laughs> sweating through your shirt and worrying about like, oh my God, are they going to get it? Is this awkward? I don't know. Am I good enough? All of that. All of that is goodness. And all of that is found on the outskirts, Right. And I, what I want you to sit with is just allowing your life to unfold and allow it to be beautiful and being in the moment. Don't set the goal so much so that you're missing your beautiful life happening right now. In this moment, there are beautiful things happening that I don't want you to miss. So like I said, it's okay if you don't have a resolution. Stay present and stay hopeful and just expect the goodness. Look for the goodness, right? Um, and watch life unfold beautifully. Release the pressure and go slow. Savor your life. And so that's one of the things that I'll be working on this year is I want to create something for black women to slow down, to relax a little bit, you know, to think, <laughs> to just be for a second. Because we're always about like, what is next? What's next? What's the next goal? Okay. Like, okay, but what about right here, right now? Like, we can be so taken with goals that we miss. Like I said, we miss our beautiful life that we 
it's, it's never going to be enough. If, if meeting goals is always the goal, your life will never be enough. You'll never know contentment if you're always in pursuit of the next thing. That's something I'm learning myself, right? The, the message I want to leave y'all with is you are a walking miracle. You are a walking miracle. Try not to talk down on yourself. Try not to ruminate on all the things you didn't do, you didn't accomplish, you didn't, you didn't release the thing when you said you were going to release the thing. You got pushed back, right? That's me. <laughs> Whatever. It is what it is, right? You didn't do the thing you said you were going to do when, when you said you were going to do it. You had all these high expectations, these high hopes. You didn't factor in life. You didn't factor in things happening. You didn't factor in illness. You didn't factor in the days that you needed to rest. You didn't factor in community and you didn't factor in the people that you never met, that you never knew existed. You didn't factor in what you didn't know, that you know now, that you needed a whole year to learn, right? Take your life slow, slow down, slow down. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. You are a walking miracle. Like I said, do you know what it takes to keep you alive? First of all, Again, statistically, there's like a, I keep saying a one in 400 trillion chance of you being conceived and born one in 400 trillion. And again, that's being struck by lightning multiple times, (laughs) multiple times that you being struck by lightning multiple times of you being here, you being sustained in the womb, you surviving birth, you surviving newborn stage, like the infancy, infancy, infancy stages, toddlers, adolescents, again, Teenagers, all that, which is still kind of adolescence. You know what I mean? Like adulthood, illnesses, disease, crazy people. And I, I don't mean crazy people isn't crazy, but like I'm from the DMV where we, where we survived a sniper attack. Okay. A sniper attack. They had us, they had the babies. <laughs> that's wild. They had us babies getting on the school bus, going to school while there was a sniper on the loose. There are so many things. This, this world can be scary, Right. And I don't want you to discount yourself because you don't have a bunch of goals or you don't have a bunch of money or a bunch of followers or what you think is success. What I would actually ask you to do is redefine what success looks like to you. Could it be that you making it to 2024 is a success? Could it be? Because again, like I said, there are people who are no longer with me this year who were here last year. And we worried about things that really in the long, in the long, long run don't matter. Don't matter. When I, when I really... I made a list recently about like the, the things that are exhausting me. Um, and one of the things is like trying to, trying to attain success in the way that the world says to, to, to obtain it. It's exhausting. I actually don't care. <laughs> I actually don't care. I'm not interested. You know what I'm saying? So redefine sex, success for yourself. Again, thank your breath. Thank your blood. Thank your intestines. Thank your cells. Thank the mitochondria, right? Like thank, like literally go to, like research your body. And find all the ways that your body is keeping you alive and keeping you whole. Thank your friends. Thank your mentors. I have mentors who are no longer with us, right? I have people whose books I'm reading um, and I'm grateful for. Like, those are my mentors, too. Being grateful for the ability to read, literacy, access to books, right? Time to read. Grateful for that. Grateful to be able to sing, to use my voice in a way that people who came before me could not or didn't have the opportunity to, right? I'm thinking about, like, my grandmother, you know, or my aunt's. Seriously, go to the very, very, like the smallest, <laughs> the smallest, like we can go, we can go to Adams, but I don't know that much. Okay. I'm gonna let you know right now. I don't know that much, but you can go to the Adams if you want to, right? Go to the atomic level to be like, thank you, Adams, 
for coming together and creating carbon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Adams, for coming together and creating oxygen and water. Seriously, right? Like, what a beautiful life we're living. What a beautiful existence. Do not be blinded. Like, the, what, people, what the world is in, like, the West considers to be success. Sometimes it's so shallow. It's so shallow. And like I said, in the long run, a lot of it will not last. It's not sustainable. And it doesn't really matter. Your divinity, though, like your well-being, your peace of mind, that matters more than all of that. So if all you have is your peace of mind, your well-being, yourself, your life in 2024, I celebrate you. And even if you didn't, right, like there are people who have passed on. There are people who don't have, who are not in good health. I still celebrate you and I still see you and I hope that you see yourself. So that's what I want to say. I'm grateful. (laughs) I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Yes, happy new year. Happy new year. Hi, moon of the sun. Alicia, but what do you know about Western culture versus Eastern? But what do you know? (laughs) I'm not necessarily talking about versus Eastern. I'm talking about versus, I'm talking about the West as in the colonizers, as in Europe, as in America, as in all those places. So I'm not even necessarily talking about the East. I'm just talking about the West as in, um, I'm saying white folks. That's what I mean by the West. (laughs) And low-key, like, we're all indoctrinated by the West, right? I think we're all indoctrinated in some way by the West because we live under their system. You know what I mean? So, yes. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) A lot. A lot. Talk to yourselves. Talk to yourselves. Excuse me. Yes, absolutely. Talk to yourselves. That part. You're living. Exactly. (laughs) Y'all know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) y'all know what I'm trying to say white folks white but yes European as in like you know yes (laughs) so anyway yes hi Rabia hello hello Um, I'm a little sick uh, but very happy to be here and glad this is virtual um, to prevent getting other sick absolutely absolutely thank you for being here thank you and I hope that you feel better Rabia I hope that you feel a lot better please yes yes Hi, Hannah. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank the mitochondria. Seriously. <laughs> I'm thinking about um, my years in biotechnology. Uh, but yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Happy New Year, Avia. Happy New Year. Hi, braids like Brandy. I remember that. Um, I loved crisp and juicy until that happened. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, slow down affirmation deck. I love that for you. I didn't, I did not know how much I needed this. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're getting what you need. And this is actually, I'm gonna write this down. Slow down. I love this. Cause I literally, I want to create a container for black women to come and gather and slow down. Like hurry up and, and, and slow down. You know what I mean? So yes. We can disagree. That's okay. That's okay, Moon of the Sun. But yes, so I just want you all to be present with yourselves, grateful for yourselves, um, because you're doing a lot of work. <laughs> you're doing a lot of things that take bravery. Bravery requires energy, okay? That, that those shakes you get, like the, the nerves, you know, you being out of breath, like all those things require energy, right? And you did the best with what you had. And I celebrate you. You worked through it with bravery. Being alive is scary. <laughs> Doing things is scary. You know what I mean? And you're here. So I just want to celebrate you. New year gratitude. Was it gratitude? Attitude. Att- gratitude is an attitude. But new year, thank you. That was the name of the of my journal entry. 
New Year, thank you, right? 365 days we've been kept. We've made it. We've made it. Oh, Chica. Thank you, Chica. Love all that you do and don't. Thank you. That means a lot to me. That means a lot to me. Hi, Goddess Code. New sub here. Adore your energy. Just had to say that. I appreciate that. Thank you for being here. Happy New Year to you as well. Yes. And Happy New Year, Brooklyn. Happy New Year. All right, y'all. Well, that's all I had for this uh, <laughs> for this live. I want to see what, what else y'all are um, what else y'all are talking about in the uh, chat. Hi, multifaceted me with SFB. Hello, hello. I'm new to your channel. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, you're a breath of fresh air. Um, I never give my job the first week of the year. That's how I love on myself. I love that. I love that. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Shellwell, I have been uh, giving myself grace in life. And that makes me happy. Absolutely. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Mm -mm -mm. Let's see. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Have a magical and wonderful day, everybody, and a magical year. Um, I work. I, I want to work remotely for, for the first time to protect my immune system. Ooh, I've caught. Oh, no. I'm sorry that you caught COVID twice in one year. People keep discouraging me. Yeah, it's it's difficult because people are moving like it's like it doesn't exist anymore. Like it's anything. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I had it. I don't want it no more. I'm scared. And I also don't want to pass it on to anybody. So, you know what I'm saying? So, yes. Yeah, so, I'd be masked up. I'd be trying. And, of course, like, there's only so much you can do, right? Like, if you if you get sick, I, I don't want you to think, like, if you get sick, like, it's your failure. It's not, right? It's an illness. Um, but, yes, take care of yourself as much as you can. And if you can get a job remotely, do that. Do that. Coming in contact with people every day, that is a risk. It is a risk. Even before COVID, right? It was a risk. The coworker who came to work snotting and sneezing because they won't give them any time off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they don't have enough sick days. Do what you got to do to protect yourself. Seriously. Seriously. So if you can, yes. <laughs> Not the colonizers. Yes, Yvette. Okay. The colonizers. This part, Auntie Lou. So many celebrities fell apart this year. Their money and awards couldn't help them. Yep. And I'm glad. I'm glad that they're being exposed. I'm glad. I'm not. I, you know, they say, like, don't celebrate people's downfall. We can celebrate justice. <laughs> We're allowed. We can celebrate justice. We can celebrate things coming to light. People getting, uh, and of course, like, just do, like, of course, it's not the same as them never being harmed in the first place, right? But we can celebrate people getting uh, money or being financially, I don't, I don't even know what to call it. Whatever. We can celebrate people getting things, getting reparations for the harm that people have done, even though it will never, and that's why I need to say this with an asterisk, it will never it will never cover the harm that they have experienced. Never. Never. So yes, yes. That part. Somewhat. Exactly. It's about time that justice prevailed. Exactly. And I love to see justice. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, thank you, Yvette. Protect this beautiful soul. I so appreciate you, Alicia Renisa, the artist. This was so needed. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. And protect you as well. Thank you. That's so kind. That's really kind. Somebody asked me, okay. <laughs> Hi, tiptoe through the, the tulips. I love this name. Um, what are your thoughts on Dr. Umar just starting <laughs> to girl or sir or you? Listen, I um my my thoughts on Dr. Umar are very complicated, I guess. At first, I thought he was legit. At first, I was like, oh my gosh, like he's doing it for the community, like this is dope. And then slowly but surely the mask starts to slip, right? Um like the, you 
know, like the mask starts to slip. You start to see the person for real for who they really are. And then you're like, hmm, maybe you're not so trustworthy. And then you still try to talk yourself out of it. Well, no. And also because I feel like in a lot of ways we're so desperate for goodness that it's like, oh, we see someone doing good. It's like, yes. Right. But then you realize, oh, you just like all of them. So for me, I feel like right now, (laughs) I feel like right now I'm just not, I'm not feeling Dr. Umar. I'm so sorry. So sorry. And I, and at this point, and again, I don't know that man. I don't know that man. I don't know him. Right. But from what I've seen and from what I can read and feel, he's not trustworthy to me, to me, unless he, until he proves otherwise, I don't trust him. It seems like he's doing whatever it takes to get views and attention, like his opinions about stuff switches from here to there. Like he never stands on what he says. I can't deal with people like that. I can't. Um, I can't. No. And then like now he's doing his like red pill stuff. I don't like that. It's it's cheap. <laughs> like people who get into red pill stuff, it's cheap. It's an easy win. It's an easy attention grabber. It's very cheap. It's very easy to put down black women. Y'all love to see it. People love to eat it. It is what it is, right? It's a money grab. This, exactly. He seems like an absolute narcissist. Exactly. And again, I'm not a um not a doctor. Not a doctor. But he seems to have some tendencies. So <laughs> when he talks in threes, he's a fraud. Yes. I mean, at some point it's like, and what I feel bad is that most of us have, um, most of the people who have been supporting people like this are black women, right? And my heart will always be for black women first, like first and foremost, I am a black woman. And it makes me sad that black women a lot of times are upholding um, funding, supporting, giving ideas to, free labor to men. You know what I mean? And just just to be talked down on, that's crazy. That's crazy. You Okay. You talk about the people who are mainly funding you and you talk about how they ain't nothing and how there's something wrong with them and you still haven't shown any like it's no. No, no thanks. So I just I just opt out. <laughs> Don't like people reference him in jokes and stuff like that and gifts and um you know And so that's funny. But as far as like him as a person, I don't, uh, I don't resonate. And so therefore I don't, no gracias. I I literally don't feel any way about Dr. Umar until he comes up in conversation. And then, then he irritates me. But beyond that, you know, you live and you learn. You realize that people are like, oh, he's a fraud. (laughs) You know, he got us again because black women care a lot. And black women are the ones, you know, that's a whole other conversation community building and organizing and they believe in the work and black women fund each other. They fund each other's dreams. And so when you see a black man doing the same thing, you have hope that they're being trustworthy. Then you find out that they're not. And black women, let's talk about the pay disparities. Let's talk about like the, how women are doing most of the work, most of the labor, emotional labor, literal labor, like literally bringing life into the world, right? We're talking about the people who care about their kids. So they're funding something to care about their kids and you're, and you're playing with them. You're playing with their money. You're playing with their time. You're playing with their energy. You're playing with their likeness. You're mocking them, right? You are like, I can't do it. Under the guise of you thinking that you're some sort of conscious man. You're not conscious. Like that's whatever. <laughs> you're not conscious. Like, or or you are conscious to you being a user. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to say. But, but that, I have a lot to say, actually. I actually have a lot of thoughts on things. I just keep them to myself. <laughs> I keep them to myself because, uh, or my journal or my friends, because I don't want to give these people any more airtime. I don't. I don't talk about people I don't like. I don't. 
because I don't want I don't want to give them. And it's, this is not to you who asked that question, by the way. It's not to you. It's just in general. Like, I just can't. I can't do it. because I'm getting mad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get very passionate, especially when you screw over black women. Oh, fire, fiery. I don't like that. I don't like that. Without black women, he would be nothing. And I stand 10 toes down on that. And I don't mean nothing as in like nothing. I mean, like he wouldn't have the platform he has. He wouldn't have the access he has. All of that was built off of black women. Like you're literally building a school for their children. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but yes. Oh, thank you. Easier said with Meg. That's really sweet of you. I sing you deserve peace and a life of ease daily. I love that. I love that. That makes me happy. That makes me happy. <laughs> Thank you for listening and thank you for the super chat. I really appreciate that. Also, thank you to um, Elisa Tavares. Thank you for becoming a member. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. And I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. When I see black men specifically talking about like things that sound almost like too good to be true at this point, I'm a little, I'm a little leery. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> a little leery. Just because the... Um, what is it? The the odds have not been in their favor. You know what I'm saying? Or in our favor, I guess I should say. Because usually a lot of these men, even the red pill people, and this is another thought I have before we start to close out, because I don't want I don't want to get negative here. But a lot of the red pill people without black women would have no platform. None. If you're online all day talking down on black women, guess what? Black women are your resource. Guess what? You're pros like you're literally prostituting black women. You're prostituting their image, their likeness to make money. You can't do nothing on your own. You have to use black women to be uplifted and upheld. You're a user. You're a user and a liar. You saying you don't need black women, but why y'all talking about us all day? I'm confused. So if you don't need us, stop talking about us. If you don't like us, stop talking about us. So yes. So because exactly, Marissa, the track record don't, doesn't support it. In general, I consider myself a womanist. <laughs> um, I don't trust men. And I say that hard stop, period, until you show me that you're trustworthy. Because men, in my experience, have not been trustworthy. Love that for y'all. If they have been, for me, they have not. And so I all, there's always a little bit of, mm, you know, <laughs> like even when I see men in the chat, I'd be like, why are you here? <laughs> right? Like, why are you here? And not, I'm not talking about the Dark Nate or Jamile or anybody else like that. But seriously, like new people who come, I'm like, why are you here? Because sometimes people that come here, I've had to block people. I've had to block men specifically. I've had to block a lot of men because they come in sounding like they mean well and then, they, and then they're harming me or they're harming people in my chat, right? No, you gotta, you gotta show and prove, right? That you actually mean something, you know? Um, so yes, yes, yes. So yes, yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's, that's where I am with Dr. Umar. <laughs> I know he exists. I don't follow him. He's, you know, he's referenced in comedy. And so that's kind of funny. Um, but other than that, mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, Mimi Slow Travel says, I think they profit from black women's insecurities as well. Yep, absolutely. Our internalized misogyny and desire to be loved. Precisely. They, they know. They know. I mean, and that's what, isn't that what abusers do anyway, right? Like, or one of the things, again, not a doctor. But breaking you down, breaking you down to make you feel like you can't have nobody else. What does that sound like? I'm the only one who's going to love you. Nobody else is going to love you, right? Isolating you. Ripping you apart. Thread by thread. That's an abuser. A lot of these men are just abusive. A lot of them are just abusive. And a lot of these men, which is dangerous. And I always, a, a man is dangerous when he doesn't know or love himself because he will destroy you. 
he will destroy you. I mean, literally, these men online, all I hear are broken little boys. That's all I hear. Give me attention. Why you don't date me? You think you better than me? It's like, they're not even thinking about you, homeboy. They're not thinking about you. And like, that's all y'all want to talk about? <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> so this part, Marissa, we know from firsthand experience. And that's why I say I don't trust men. It is what it is. It's a hard stop. And they've given me nothing to trust. <laughs> so sorry. Like, it is what it is. And at first, I used to feel like, oh, am I being anti-Black? And this is why I say this, right? I used to think that I was anti-Black because I did not, um, I did not trust Black men. I'm going to be honest with y'all. If I was walking down the street right now, right, and there was a group of Black men on the corner, I'm changing the street. And at first, I thought, hmm, is it because I don't like Black men or is it because I don't like Blackness? And I realized I love blackness. I love black people, but I don't trust y'all because I've had experience with y'all, right? I've experienced the harassment. I've experienced you calling me a B word when I don't want to talk to you or I'm not interested, right? <laughs> like I've experienced you tearing me to shreds. I've experienced you using my labor to get success and not giving me credit. I've experienced you essaying me. I've experienced you stealing from me. I've experienced you putting hands on me. My experience with men has not been great. It has not been great. And so I don't trust them. There's something in me. Like my body, no, my body remembers. My body remembers, right? Like I'm walking down the street. I'm triggered when I see a group of men standing together on a corner. It's triggering for me. So I cross the corner. I try not to make eye contact. I go a different way. I do whatever I have to do to keep myself safe. Even if it's in the minute, they might not say anything to me. And even still, I will cross the street and keep myself safe and sane. You know what I'm saying? Like these men who think that they should have access to me just because they have a penis. No. No. Or that I should listen to them just because they're a man. And this is coming from church stuff too, right? Who think that they should be leaders because they're men. And so to them, leadership equals domination, domineering, like, over-talking, silencing, like, no, I don't have time for that. I don't have to, what I know to be true, and that's why I said, like, the women who be like, yeah, I can't mess with women because they caddy. I can't relate to that. I'm so sorry. The, the, when I feel the most danger is when I'm around black men. That's when I feel a danger. Around black women, I feel safe. I feel held. I feel, I feel sacred. I feel seen, heard, important, right? When I'm hanging out with a group of friends and there, and there are women there, I know that they see me. Even when, if I go out dancing and I see a woman by herself, there's, there's, a, there's an immediate, th where are her friends at? Is she by herself? Who was that guy talking to her, right? Like immediate, right? I'm looking out for homegirl. She don't even have to know me. She have to, that's, just, that's just how I am. And I don't know. I, I don't know how to change that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I have to change that. It's not for me to change. It's not for me to convince myself of a lie that men are safe because men have not been safe for me. So I'm not going to gaslight myself and lie to myself to make other men feel comfortable more important. A lot of men online talking today about red pill stuff. You wondering why women got attitudes with you, why they hate y'all so much. Ask your brothers, ask your uncle, ask your father, ask yourself. Because a lot of y'all are complicit. No, no gracias. So anyway, <laughs> I'm walking into 2024 being a more honest person. <laughs> like I just, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't, to me that is lying. Like I don't want to lie to myself. I don't want to lie to nobody else. I said what I said. I said what I said. That's my experience. And if you didn't want to talk about my, if you didn't want me to talk about my experience with men, the men shouldn't have been awful in the first place. It is not my responsibility to hold secrets 
of your wrongdoing. That's not my, I'm not a container for your secrets. You know what I'm saying? That holding that stuff in kills me. Like it literally was making me sick, depressed. No, no. If you're embarrassed, you should be. If you're embarrassed, you should be. If you, if you feel shame, not because you did something wrong, but because you're being outed for it, there's a problem. There's a problem. There's a problem. And I'm just not about to just play this game of trying to coddle people and make people feel good about them being harmful. No, like I think, I think that men don't, and I had this conversation yesterday. I, I don't think that men understand how much bending and folding into pretzels and shrinking um, and quieting and lying and, and not even lying to be malicious, but lying to be kept safe and, and seen and heard. There's, there's a lot of stuff that women do to be safe. <laughs> there's a lot of shrinking we do to not be harmed, to not be shut down, to not be gaslit or to be brushed off, right? To survive. We know there is, <laughs> there is, like, we know that shrinking is a survival tactic. We know that quieting is a survival tactic. We know that swallowing our pain is a survival tactic. Women know this. Women know this intimately. And all that swallowing the pain does is kill us. It makes us sick. Women are tired of being sick. Women are tired of having to play nice to get crumbs. We're tired. It's over. And when I go to women's channels, we're not talking about y'all. We talk about y'all in passing. I'm talking about this now because somebody asked a question. But in general, women are loving each other. Women are showing each other the ropes. <laughs> women are showing each other how to get free, how to love themselves, how to not depend on affection or attention from a man to see yourself as valid and sacred. That's what women are doing. That's what women are, I, When I go to men's channels, it's, this, it's about the same thing. Sex, money, power. <laughs> And a bunch of men coddling other men into the, their delusion that somehow just because they're men, that they're more important than everybody else. I've had it. I've had it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not shrinking no more. I said what I said. I meant what I said. It is what it is. People might comment. You're going to get blocked and deleted. It is what it is. You'll have your five minutes of commenting. Like, I'm just, I'm just done trying to shrink. And, I, and I, the reason why I'm saying all this is because I've seen myself shrink. And I've seen myself not say what I really want to say because of fear of retaliation, fear of harm. And um, what I realized is me shrinking did more harm to me than somebody else did to me. You know what I mean? So anyway, hi queen. <laughs> Sorry you came at this point, but hi Laura Smalls 93. Greetings, glad, glad to catch you alive. I'm glad that you're here. Thank you for being here. Stuttering, stuttering, stuttering. I was doing all that speaking and not stuttering and now I'm stuttering, but yes, I meant what I said. And I'm saying this as I scroll because <laughs> I'll be like, well, you know, no, I meant what I said. I'm kind. I'm generous. I'm sweet. But I'm also honest. And honestly, most of these men online grieve me. Most of them scare me. Most of them seeing what they talk about and how easily they talk about and how easily they say stuff and how easily they follow behind people like a Kevin Samuels, right? Like how easily manipulated these men are is scary. It's scary. All you need is somebody to tell you that you that you that you hot stuff for you to be abusive. That's it. That's all it took. That's all it took. That's horrifying to me. A little indoctrinate, a little a little massaging of the ego. That's all it took for you to be harmful to everybody else. Where is your where is your backbone? <laughs> where is your where is your bravery? I cannot. 
And I won't. And I don't. As soon as I see a recommendation, because I'm a black woman, I get recommendations all the time for like Manosphere stuff. Block, delete. And it also shows us how, we'll have to have this conversation later, how these algorithms also don't mind the harm in black women as long as it makes them money. So the reasons why you have a Kevin Samuels, the reason why you have all these different people who I who don't even honestly go back, erase. You don't even deserve me to say your name. The reason why they have all these people is because they're making money from it. You know what I'm saying? Because they're making money from it. YouTube is 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 about money. <laughs> they're making money, so they see nothing wrong with what they're talking about. Oh my gosh, thousands of people are watching and commenting and, and sending hundreds of dollars. That's so embarrassing, by the way. Hundreds of dollars to hate on people. Hmm. But people, but black women's channels are getting taken down for simply like supporting black women. Okay. Interesting. Which is why so many have like Patreons, right? Or like, hey, support me over here because a lot of our content gets suppressed. It's, I mean, it is, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? To be a black woman in America, it is what it is. And even still, black women persist. And even still, black women are committed. <laughs> even still, black women push through. So I don't want to hear nothing. I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested to hear nothing about what no black man is talking. I'm not interested. I don't care. 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 Unless y'all talking about healing each other, creating space for each other. I don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? This. They don't want freedom or equity. They want privilege. They want the power to oppress with the same effect that their white counterpart, counterparts enjoy. Exactly. Exactly. They want to be the new, dare I say it? <laughs> they want to be the new master. They want to they they play master. That's what they want. They don't want equality. <laughs> Silly. They don't want equal rights. They don't want access, right? They don't want access for us because if they give us, that's why they're so mad about us having access in the first place. That's why I see right through all this stuff. And I just don't have time. But like they see us doing what we can with what we have, which is each other, by the way, <laughs> it's each other. Doing, and instead of saying, huh, what an amazing model. Let's do the same thing. They say, oh, absolutely not. We cannot have these women do, doing better than us. Let's humble them. Let's tear their stuff down. Let's talk down on them. Let's, let's lie to them and tell them that they're worth nothing. When we know that's not true, y'all can't, can't even make a channel without us, without talking about us, without us in your thumbnails. Y'all are liars and hypocrites. They want to own people. They want to run stuff. They, they have been so indoctrinated with white supremacy that they think power, and, or they think power is subjugation. They think power is... Uh, limiting the access of other people, denying access to things, right? That's that's their shallow version of what powerful is. And it's so funny. It's not funny, but it's kind of ironic because it's like, you think it's going to work out for you? <laughs> like, <laughs> so after you conquer us, what's next? What's next? You know what I'm saying? Hey, Ken, we're talking about Manosphere stuff, Dr. Umar. It's a lot. <laughs> but um, but yes, yes. Um, I think it's a bigger conversation behind about why men go to the Red Pill community. A lot of black men, men in general, don't really know who to go to, who to talk to. Yeah, and that's a problem. They should have men to go to and talk to about real stuff, not lies, right? That's a problem. They don't like, that's the issue. We need mentors. We need elders. We need wisdom. <laughs> like what is going on? That's the part. Exactly. It's black men's responsibility not to destroy people. 
right? Because helping other brothers out does not mean you destroying other people. Helping other brothers out is not you taking resources from black women to crap on them. It's not creating channels to talk down on black women or how to manipulate women into having sex with you or to, you know, how to how to trick women into allowing you to stay in their home for free. It's so evil. Call a thing a thing. It is evil. Hi. (laughs) It's evil. And it's just a bunch of (laughs) Mr. Alicia. (laughs) And it's just a bunch of evil men passing on evil. That's all we have. No, no, no. It's not just I don't think he feels disrespected. Like, why? You know what I'm saying? Even at the whole whatever. It's so so much. It's so much that's been happening in 2023. I just want I just want the girls as in the black women, you know, everybody that's out of this. Patriarchy is going to kill, going to kill everybody. I I don't think people understand that. It's not sustainable. Right. Anywho, it's giving demonic very much so. (laughs) Very much demonic. And I don't want to be nowhere around it. I don't. I don't. I want to be happy. And, And I also like and I also realize that it wears on my on my mental health. It weighs on my mental health, like being exposed to how to the evil of people. And how deep it goes when you think that it's found a bottom, it just gets worse. And people are being paid to be evil. I can't, like, it's only so much before I log off. I can't do it. It makes me sick. I can't do it. You know, and I think that's why, like, my focus is, my job is just to show up and show love. That's it. Like, literally, that's it. That's it. I can't, I can't, I've tried. I can't convince men to make sense of what they're saying. I debated with one of my friends about, Kevin Samuels a few years ago and I just was like you too <laughs> like you too at your grown age you really you too you can't see through this that's crazy because the the what is it the gag is Kevin Samuels don't even like y'all and y'all funded y'all funded him for your own destruction anywho it's like so desperate for validation that you're willing to Destroy yourself. That is a problem that can be solved. Being a black woman, I didn't, I didn't know anyone I could turn to until I realized I wanted better for myself and found those people. Exactly. I put in the effort, that effort to support and joy. Exactly. And I think that's the thing, right? It's like for these men that say, well, we don't have nobody to talk to. Yes, y'all do. Y'all don't want to talk to them though. Cause y'all call them simps and losers. You call them whipped, whatever, whatever the language was before then. They exist. They exist. Or they might be gay and y'all don't like gay people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you think that that means something about your masculinity, right? Like, let's be completely serious. Like, there is wisdom out there. Y'all don't want it, though. That part. (laughs) That part. Y'all don't want it, though. The wisdom is there. The books are there. The resources are there. The creators are there. They don't want it. It's not an issue of availability. It's an issue of desire. On the internet, you can find anything. (laughs) Sadly. Anything you want and desire. And you opt into hatred. You opt into harm. You opt into grifting. All these, all these microphones. Ain't no resources for black men with mental health, like for mental health services. And of course, I'm not saying they don't exist. But why are they so hard to find? (laughs) Ain't no resources. Y'all not building no businesses to hire nobody. All these microphones. 
and repeating the same thing over and over, the things that actually make no sense. At that point, it's a choice. It's a choice. And so I have to leave them with your, with your decisions, with your choices. It's not my job to try to win you over. It's not my job. Like literally, I'm, I'm, I'm told to do what I'm supposed to do. And that's it. That's all I can do. And I don't, and for you all, I also, to consider this, please consider what you're taking in. Please consider what you are supporting. Even when you hate watch something, you are still giving them support. They're still making money from your views. If we want to be serious about the well-being of us and the well-being of black women, of black men, because all that red pill rhetoric is not helpful to black men either. <laughs> like, okay, anywho, silly rabbit. But anyway, like, if we really are about the well-being of people, then we got to stop watching. We got to stop supporting. You know what I'm saying? It just made me angrier. <laughs> it just made me angrier. Because all the stuff that I've seen online, I'm grateful also for the women creators who are also setting women free. Um, there are people that I follow who cover things and actually add something to it so that it, it's not just, um, it's not just like you're just taking in rage and anger all day. Like, ah, you're just angry, right? There, there are women creators that I follow. Um, Bourbon Bougie is a creator that I like to, to, to watch. And she, she's very, she puts out a lot of videos a day. But she puts out a lot of videos on how women are starting to love themselves or what to look out for, like from men specifically, or even women, right? Like how to be well. I'm grateful for people like Lotus Flower. I'm grateful for people like Erica De Niro TV, right? Like Stephanie Perry, Marissa Price, all these people. Let's talk about with Mara, like seriously, all these people. Level up single mom, literally going up the, going up the list. Um, like all of y'all. And if, and if I, I forget any of your walls names, please, Mimi, Mimi Slow Travels. Like there's so many other options. There's so many other outlets. There are so many other ways to process how we're feeling, what's going on, like, and how to move from here, how to get better from here. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that they feel that change and they don't like it, obviously. So they're having a fit. They as in the harmful men. Like, they're having a fit. And so I don't want to give... I got too much work to do. I got too much love to spread. I have too much healing to do. I have too many relationships to enjoy. I got, yes, Picky Girl Travels the World. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Again, forgive me. Um, Rashida Dow, like all these people, like there, there's too much goodness out there. There's too much goodness out there to keep consuming filth and hatred and, and it makes you heavy and it makes you sick. You know what I'm saying? And I want y'all to be well. I don't need to know from men's mouths, how they feel about black women, because I already know. They think, like one of my, the, the friend I was talking about that we had this conversation about, you know, KS. One thing I said to him, I was frustrated because I was like, you're a grown man married with kids and you're talking this, this stupid nonsense that you, excuse me, that you know that is not real. And his response to me was, well, he's saying all the things that we never had a voice to say. And I told him, I said, you've always had a voice. You've always had a voice, and that's the problem. You've always had a voice. What are you saying with that voice, though? And what I also told him was, as an aside, I told him, I was like, I, y'all don't have to use y'all words to let us know how you feel about us. We kind of already know. We know from your abandonment. We know from your abuse. We know from firsthand experiences. We know. You know what I'm saying? We know. 
we know from firsthand experience or secondhand experience or what our mom warned us about before we got married, you know what I'm saying, about our, what our aunties have told us, our grandmothers, they've always told us. We always knew. We always knew. Y'all just think y'all doing something new. Y'all not doing nothing new. Y'all have nothing new to add. We know y'all hate us. Surprise. I, get, I, I tweeted about this the other day. I don't even know how we got here. But anyway, I tweeted about this the other day. Exactly. Actions speak louder. Period. Period. Because y'all lie. Your actions say everything you want to say. Right? Um, not y'all, but like those people. <laughs> um, there's a tweet that I tweeted and I was like, dang, to be a black woman on the internet, right? I think I'll probably still make a video about it. But just the constant, um, just trying to find my tweet, y'all. But just the constant, like, being bombarded with, like, oh, my God, I know y'all hate us. We don't care. <laughs> like, I said, either way, I'll, I'll share it later. But basically, the to paraphrase, I was saying, you get online, you just be scrolling. I'm just trying to look at puppies and sunshine and my friends and um, the musicians that I follow, learn new things, and bam, misogyny. Bam, misogynoir. Bam, I hate women. Oh, my preferences. Oh, you're masculine. Like nobody cares. And I think that's why y'all mad. We don't care. We don't care. I mean, on some level, it's like you do because it's frustrating. But it's like once you get over that frustration, it's like, okay, whatever, moving forward. And I think they want us to be brokenhearted. And like, I don't know. I don't know what they're really looking for, for us to be like, Yes. I don't like what is what is the end goal? I'm so confused. Anywho, <laughs> like, yes, like you'll just be existing on the internet and you're hit every day with misogyny, it wears on you. It breaks you down. You might not be able to be able to tell in the moment, but after a while you wonder why you're fatigued or wondering why you're second guessing yourself or wondering why you don't find yourself beautiful, right? Little things like that seep in and become big. They take root and grow. Right? So just be careful what you're consuming. You know what I'm saying? Anywho, hey, the Dark Nate. It's good to see you. I didn't see you come in. Hello, hello, hello. But yeah. So yeah, and like I said, there are men in the comments that be here and they know and they, they gonna hear it because I'm not gonna be quiet, right? Like, and because it's not them, hit dogs don't holler. You feel me? And <laughs> men know, men know what men be doing because men be afraid of men. Why don't, why don't you think that these men stand up for other people when stuff is happening? Because they're afraid too. So we all ain't lying. We all ain't lying. If enough men shamed, and I'm not a big fan of shame, but if enough, if, if enough black women, men, excuse me, if enough black men shamed other black men for being harmful, for causing, you know, for wreaking havoc, whatever it is, right? It wouldn't happen. But what I've also been clear about, and I've talked about this before in the discord with, um, with y'all, like what is also clear to me is that some of the men who call themselves good guys need the bad guys so that they look good. Like, I'm a good guy. You just pick wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you need the bad guy so that you look good. And if good is you just not doing what the bad guy does, that's not good. That's you being a normal human being. Right? The bar is in hell. The bar is low. The bar is super low for men. And I, and I think most men know that. <laughs> I think... I think most men know that. You know what I mean? If, if they're really going to be honest. Like the bar is super low. We always have to overperform and overdo and save the world and bend over backwards and, and work until, you know, we're almost to the end of our life to be honored or seen as good enough. Or like we have to be working for the benefit of men in order to be seen as good. You know what I'm saying? My 2024 is amazing, Ken. 
<laughs> my 2024 is going great so far. But yeah, I mean, but it's true. What is, I don't know what January 1st has to do with what we're saying, but I'd love to hear more of your thoughts. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, anywho, um, just be careful. All that to say, be careful what you're taking in. Um, me too. I'm tired of twisting and contorting myself to fit unreachable expectations. Insane. And what I'm realizing, Queen Laura Smiles, not, Smiles 93, we don't have to do it no more. We don't have to do it. We're not obligated. We don't have to do it. It might, you know, it might be harder and different. Um, you might have to find a different way, but we don't have to do that. <laughs> now we got a real Ken in the chat. Y'all silly. <laughs> hey, Ken. But yeah, no, like, we don't have to do that. And I think they try to shame us when we be like, I'm actually opting out. I don't care. Not living for your gaze, not living for your approval anymore. And people freak out because that's the only control that they had. Hey, happy new year, the Dark Nate. Happy new year. That's the only control they had. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, yes. Thank you all for sharing also. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yes, Tea Time Beauty. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yes, yes. Oh, and thank you. Thank you for, yes, I have a Substack. Um, it's just mostly just me writing stuff. Um, and Marissa has one as well. Actually, can I? Marissa, is it okay? Do I have your permission to share your Substack, please? Um, but yeah. Yeah, so those are my thoughts. <laughs> that was like a long way um, to say how I felt about Dr. Umar. But it's all the same. It's just, it's just all the same. It's cheap. It's Oh, thank you, Ken. I appreciate that. Thank you. But yeah, it's just it's just cheap. It's an easy way to make money. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's the grift that keeps grifting. It is what it is. So yeah, so that's my yay. Okay. Okay, yes, yes. Okay, awesome. So I can share Marissa's uh substack. So yes, so my substack is just like writings, like just thoughts, tweets, <laughs> like ideas that I have, things that I'm working through. Um, and let me get Marissa's substack as well called Full Transparency. Beautiful, so vulnerable, so honest. But yes, so I just, again, thank you all for being here. <laughs> thank you for all, thank you all for allowing me to be honest. Um, how do I see the, oh, the dashboard. <laughs> the internet is interneting. I'm still getting used to this interface. So I'm trying to like find, and like I started following a bunch of people. I'm like, where are you? Hold on. I'm just go to YouTube, go to Marissa's YouTube and find a link that way. But yeah, so I've been, I've been writing there and it, the, I love um, Substack because I'm able just to write my thoughts and be myself. Um, and I'm not necessarily trying to be anything. And that's the reason why I created it because I'm just like, I'm trying to, I'm tired of what's exhausting is trying to be something, right? I just want to be. I want to be with like, I don't want to follow all the rules. I don't want to even all the grammar rules. Sometimes I don't have a complete sentence. Sometimes I got a thought. Sometimes I have run on sentences. It is what it is. And even those deserve, um, fine, found it. Yay. Even those deserve to be read and heard. Like it doesn't have to be perfect to be put out. So control V. Here's Marissa's. Yay. Okay. Found it. Oh, a Substack. A Substack is basically it's like a it's like a blog. It's a um let me share my screen. So it's a it's a place where people can write. People can also do audio there. Um but there are a lot of writers there. And I love following. And people also do like um like I said audio recordings. It's really cool. So yes, yes. 
Yes, I love that review. You're going to be more consistent with on Substack this year. I love that. Yeah, just practice. Just have fun. You know what I mean? Like everything don't have to be a thing. And eventually it will be a thing, right? But like just start out just by having fun. Just having fun. Oh, thank you. Jules Lowell is another great channel. She is straight, no chaser. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to check her. I'm check her out. I never heard of her. Thank you. Um, Tea Time Beauty, Beauty says, content worth consuming. Each one, teach one. Yes. Knowledge and wisdom to be gained. Period. Period. Um, hi, Havana. Hello. Hello. A lot of younger generations of black women are refusing to tolerate disrespect from a lot of black men, some black women, and even family members and their parents, especially parents. Yes. Like, one thing... One thing people of today have is is audacity. And it's good, right? It's beautiful. Um, it's just Yes, please, Shells. Please check it out. Substack is really cool. Like you, you run into a lot of writers, a lot of creators, and it gives you space. It almost reminds me of like the old Ang- Exanga days. I don't know if y'all remember Exanga. It was like a blog, X A N G A. But it's just it's new. Like it's still, you know, it's still fresh, so people are still trying to figure it out. But it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, I talk about these issues with my husband all the time because we need more men challenging misogynoir, period. There are too few. Exactly. Exactly. And that's like, <laughs> that's the problem, right? With good men. That's the problem with good men. And I, maybe I will. I don't know. I don't, I don't really want man smoke. It just be too much. But like, because they just come. They come. You B word. I be deleting comments every day. I ain't never been verbally assaulted more than with men. I ain't never <laughs> been verbally assaulted. This is me deleting, by the way. <laughs> But um, you B word, that's why you ain't got no man. You B word, you bitter B word. I'm like, first of all, that don't even hurt my feelings no more. Secondly, it's boring. It's played. You have no arguments and so now you have to call me a name. Please. <laughs> Enough. Anyway, <laughs> but yes. So this is like the problem with good men, right? Is that they never hold the bad ones accountable. It's almost like they just, a lot of them, not all of them, a lot of them. And I, and I have the same conversations with Jamal as well. Same. Right. But a lot of men have this. Um, oh, well, I'm not them. So that's above me. Like somehow they've arrived. I believe every man and on some levels, women, every man is misogynistic until he unlearns how to be so. I believe it. Just like we all unlearn anti-blackness or misogynoir um, or whatever it is. Right. Like uh, what is it? Homophobia. Right. Like classism, colorism, featureism. These are all things that we're unlearning and it's okay. <laughs> like, it's fine, right? As long as we're unlearning and in process. Um, but I, what, I find, what I find frustrating is when men who may be unlearning or men who maybe don't even want to touch it, be, like massage noir because they're like, oh, I'm not those men. I'm not the one doing these things. They don't understand how they can be complicit in the harm against black women. They don't understand that their silence is actually com- like you being complicit. Your silence is you being complicit. It's literally saying this is okay on my watch. It's okay, right? And if and, it, and if red pillars want to go to that rhetoric about men being leaders, okay. So let's pretend for for a minute that men are leaders. Let's pretend for a second that men are just like they're just leaders, right? So what are you doing as a leader when you're allowing people to run amok in your community? When you're allowing people to take your resources, your people, your children, like your elders, your the hungry, the unhoused, like what does that mean about you as a leader if these things are happening under your watch? But we don't want to have these conversations. <laughs> yes, Zanga, Zanga, yes. Me too. I don't even know where it is. It's probably like Tigress Peach somewhere out there. I don't know. <laughs> yes, people have the audacity. Listen, they do. People got audacity, okay? 
<laughs> they do. But yes, like unlearning, being brave, speaking out against these things, being okay with like at the end of the day, what is the worst that's going to happen to a man if he speaks in support of black women or women in general? What's going to happen? You're going to get called a simp. You're going to get people harassing you, unfollowing you, whatever, maybe calling you out your name. Women can lose their life. Worst comes to worst, women lose their lives. And you're afraid of being called a name. That in itself is privilege. And with that privilege, you want to sit quiet. You're not a good guy. You're safe in your castle. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, but yes, yeah, shout out to Jamal. Yes, yes, yes. Like, yes, Andy Miss Yeah, look, there are people out here out here doing the work. Um, but it's just like it's it's not enough, like Marissa is saying. Deanne! Hi, Miss Deanne. Hello, hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. But yes, like there are too many men sitting on the sidelines watching this stuff happening. And in some ways profiting, uh uh-oh, profiting from these things happening, right? We can hope that the content creators out there mean well, right? We can hope that. Um, But some of them, to be clear, like that we have seen, you know, I'm not gonna call no names, but there, there are some content creators that we have seen get called out by other woman content creators because they thought they were an ally to black women. And then eventually this person, she realized that this person was using her for financial gain by talking about the stuff, right? So even there's there's a difference, right? Are you here for a grift? Are you here for a coin? Are you here to make change? Like, what is the intention, right? So yes, some of these men, I'd be like, I don't trust y'all. I don't know. Y'all haven't given me nothing. You know what I'm saying? So like, and so yes, that's, that's where I am with it. That's where I am with it. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm for black women um, first and all that after. And I'm and again, I'm, gra- I'm grateful for the men that are here. I'm grateful for the men that get it. Okay. I'm grateful for the men that are doing the work that are holding their community, you know, of men accountable that are wanting better for themselves and other people. I just wish that there were more. That's all. You know what I mean? And of course, like I said, what is bad, what is negative, what is offensive gets the most views, gets the most attention because like rage farming is a thing, a new term that I, that I learned recently, rage farming, like people making content that is going to make people angry just to get views like that white girl who I don't want to call but y'all know who I'm talking about the white girl who was deemed like the queen of the manosphere um rage farming rage farming using the work and the labor (laughs) even if it's all bad right of black men (laughs) to get up and get a coin and to enslave other people to work for her that's crazy that's nuts but anyway Rage farming yeah like there are a lot of people who do that and I don't want to give them any more of my rage I have rage um, I have anger. I have anger that God gave me to to put to good use. And I don't know if watching grown men talk about childish stuff is my rage being put to good use. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, <laughs> all of that to say, y'all, have a happy new year. I'm glad you all made it. I'm glad that you're here. And like I said, if all you did this year was survive, as in 2023, if all you did last year was survive, you hit the jackpot. You hit the jackpot. You won the lottery. If all you did this morning was open your eyes and take a breath, you won. Welcome. Welcome here. Now, think, let's, let's think about how, again, redefining what success looks like. Again, if you don't have a new year resolution, that's okay. Also, I say, I say new years, new years, new years. But like, I've been so thoughtful. Like, it's not new years, it's new year. It doesn't matter to me. Happy new years, okay? <laughs> Happy new years to everybody. 
redefine success, love yourself. Again, go to the cell, go to the mitochondria, right? Thank, thank God for those things. Thank yourselves, thank your stomach, your, your, your lungs, your mouth, your eyes, your cheeks, your skin, even those dark marks, right? The hyperpigmentation of your skin healing itself. Consider what you're consuming. Make a choice to consume better, to treat yourself better. You deserve goodness. You deserve to not have to listen to, <laughs> you deserve to not have to listen to men talk about how awful you are because it's a lie. It's a lie. You're amazing. You're beautiful. They can't even make money without you. Like, it's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. You are made of everything good. You deserve everything good. Everything everything. You deserve protection. I don't care what they say. You deserve protection. You deserve to be seen. You deserve to be loved, to be held sacred, to be supported. I don't care what none of these people say. You are divine. You are a work of art. You are handcrafted. You are knit together. You are a good thing. Don't let these people lie to you and convince you that you are not. Your time and energy, your attention is precious. Your effort is precious. <laughs> Your work is precious. Your labor is precious. All of that, like all these things. Do not waste this stuff over people on people who don't deserve you. They don't even have the eyes to behold you. You know what I'm saying? They can't even see themselves. I love y'all. And I hope that you have a wonderful day. I hope that you have a wonderful new year. And I will see some of y'all tomorrow if y'all want to be here. <laughs> I'll see y'all tomorrow. And I hope that your new year day is amazing. I'm going to go eat now. And I hope that you all are hanging with your family, loving yourselves and setting some intentions if you want to um, that are within your control, uh, setting the tone. Like ask yourself, like, what themes do you want next year? Like, what do you want to feel? Like, not like we could talk about what we want. I want to accomplish. I want to sell these things. I want to do that. Sure. Great. But what do you want to feel this year? Right. What do you want to feel this year? What do you want to experience? What do you want to make room for? The possibilities are endless. Like I said, like the person said, every day is a new year. Every day is a new opportunity. You don't have to wait till January 1. You don't have to wait. Or you can, right? You can spend all January doing nothing. You can do whatever you want to do. This is your life. <laughs> this is your life. Okay, so thank you all for being here. Oh, hi, Love Heels. Hi, Love Heels. Yes, yes. Oh, hold on. Did I see? Yes. Hi, Erica De Niro TV. We just talked about you. Hi, Erica De Niro TV. Yes, Erica De Niro TV. Where are you, Miss Deanne? I just saw you. Yes, Miss Deanne. There's so many Mimi Slow Travels. There are so many people in here. Jamal has a channel as well. Um, and again, if you have channels, please share it. Let's talk about it with Mara. There's so many people here that have such beautiful things waiting for you. So please go check them out. <laughs> please go check them out. There's so much beauty out there. In a world full of chaos and, and just ugliness and bitterness, there is beauty. Choose beauty because you deserve beauty. All right, y'all. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day. And thank you again. Thank you again to Kim. Thank you. Thank you. Um, are you releasing? Oh, just the two of us mix. Oh, I didn't even see this. Please forgive me. Hey, Ken, are you releasing the just two of us mix? Yes. Yes. It's, it's actually there. Hold on. Bandcamp. Thank you for asking. I am so sorry. I'm just seeing this question. But yes. Um, just the two of us. Yes, it's on Bandcamp. I'm going to put it in the chat if you want to check it out. But I will be putting it on... Um, what do you call it? Spotify soon. But it, you have to like clear it and stuff like that because, you know, there are other artists on here um, that got to get their money. <laughs> other writers and things like that. So, yes. 
So thank you so much for asking. But yes, thank you to Ken. Thank you, Easier Said with Meg. Thank you, Elisa Tavares. I hope I'm saying your name right. If not, again, please correct me. Thank you all for spending... Uh, <laughs> thank you all for spending um, this this morning with me or this afternoon. Absolutely. Yes, I do. It's actually on this project. Hold on one second. Don't Worry Baby is on... Yes, it is on Play Volume 1, and I'm going to put that here. That's also on um, Spotify, too, if you want to check that out. Let me see. Control-V. Look at me in my shortcuts. And yes, yes, that's it. Yes. So, yes. Aw. Thanks for this live, Alicia. Peace and love always. Peace and love to you. Yes. Yes. Stephanie Perry is amazing. Yes, she was in here as well. Please check her out. Please check her out. There are so many people here. And again, if I miss anybody, please, again, as I say in the church, charge it to my head, not my heart. My heart is for all of you all. I want all of you all to thrive, to win, to experience goodness. So, all right, y'all. Love y'all. Talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. Oh, I meant to do bubbles. Hold on. I'm going to do that and then we're going to leave. Hold on one sec. Hold <laughs> on one sec. Yay. All right. We're going to do bubbles. Let me close my notebook because it likes to drip. So happy new year, everybody. Welcome to 2024. May this year bring everything good. May you discover new truths about yourself. Maybe you get closer and closer to honesty. Wishing you prosperity, all the good things, all the love your heart can hold. And even beyond that, I hope that you expand. Um, one of my wishes for this year is that I expand my capacity for goodness and greatness, right? Like, I think this is actually inspired a little bit by Stephanie Perry, I think. Like, I want I want to know that I know that I know that I deserve good things. Good things. And if you ain't get nothing else from today, just know that you deserve good things. You deserve love. You deserve support. You deserve protection. You deserve everything good and you are made up of everything good. Yay. <laughs> So happy new year, everybody. Shout out, uh, got on the camera. Shout out to all the uh, January birthdays. We out here. We out here. <laughs> and I will talk to you all in the next video. All right, bye everybody. <laughs>